Hey, KFC Radio listeners, you can find every episode of KFC Radio on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. For us, golf is simple. It's a chance to get out and have some fun with our friends. But inevitably, little things have a way of ruining it. The group ahead is taking forever. You can't find the fairway with a map. And the Bev cart is nowhere to be found. And the best way to make a bad day better is Fireball Whiskey. You get their nips, the little shooters. They are great. Makes a bad day way, way, way better. Make sure to grab the new Fireball Birdie Shot Club. It's literally a golf club filled with Fireball nips. Put it in your bag. It'll fit right in that side pocket. Drink Fireball nips and have a great time on the golf course. Oh, should we start this show? Yeah, I'm down. Just buying a car in Carvana first. Ooh, for real? Yeah, it's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do was answer a few questions. Ooh, that's helpful. And now just customizing my down and monthly payments. Ooh, that's a very fair deal. Yep. Boom. Just bought a car. And you get to take me to the Carvana vending machine in a couple days to pick it up. Ooh. I'm kind of busy. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Jim fucking Gaffigan on the show, or I, sh- I should say Jim Effin Gaffigan's on the show. He wouldn't appreciate me. Jim Gaffigan is a goddamn legend and came through here and was an absolute delight. He was great. I didn't know what to expect with him. Uh, sometimes guys are so big that I get nervous that they don't know or don't care. Also, the clean comic angle. I'm always like, do you look down upon like people like us yeah. who are not clean? Not only was he not looking down, but he also referred to Barstool a couple times. That also made me feel like he kind of knew what was up. I I D- did you I did you pick up on my that? mom on the way home, and I was like, I love Jim Gaffigan. Yeah, so I got to call my mom. She loves Jim and Gaffigan. She was like, why? And I said, he loves me. Yeah, that that's it all it felt takes. That way, right? He, like like three times he's talking about what a successful show it is, and, 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 and the way he was like, you know, it, it takes a lot to admit that at Barstool. I was like, do you know what? How Barstool works, or you know, maybe he just did a quick gloss over, or maybe you can just tell. You walk in here, take one look. It's like, oh yeah, these guys are fucking emotionally stunted assholes, you know. <laughs> but he seemed to know a lot about us, took a lot of interest in us, spoke. You know, when he he said at one point, like I, I could nerd out if you want me to. And I'm like, yes, please, like give me all your knowledge. Like he knows about acting, he knows about stand up comedy, streaming technology, where the markets are going, all that shit. Uh, and he was he was an awesome interview. He's I mean, very, he is a monster very, very superstar. Even uh, at one point, we talked about how he was third on the list of Forbes' most profitable um, stand-up comedians. Which you know you can kind of be put on the spot when your numbers are out there like that. And the way he like navigated that conversation mm-hmm. was also super intriguing, very interesting stuff. So Jim Gaffigan's on the show, and also another very funny comedian, Doug Smith, is on the show, who has a story that I promise you. Is at least top three, unless you've heard some crazy stories in your life. Doug Smith's tale of a uh, of uh, basically being a vigilante hero in New York City is an absolute all timer. So two very funny comedians uh, that that provided some great podcast material. So shout out to those guys. Um, also, we'll get to your voicemails. But John, we started the show today, and every now and then when we're planning out the episode. John will behave in a manner where I know we've got a doozy, and sometimes it's like I got something for the show. I'm not going to tell you now. I'm going to tell you on the air. And I'm like, I'm like oh, okay, let's go. And then there's this other time, this other kind, and that was what, what happened here. And he said, uh, something happened to me. I don't want to tell you yet. I'm going to tell you on the show. I don't know how it's going to go. 
I'm not gonna tell you that one yet. I, I I gotta deal with this guy first. I got a guy. I have a new sworn enemy, and it is. <laughs> I walked in today, and people were like, "How are you doing?" I was like, "I've been better," and they said, "Why?" Which is a surprising reason because I've always been better. Um, but the there's a guy outside. There's a homeless man outside parcel offices who makes his bed flawlessly every day, and like when when you walk by it. Like, when I walk to work, I'm basically running. I'm not, but I'm exerting the same amount of energy that someone who runs is. So I do have endorphins. Every time I'm, John gets to his desk, I'm he's like, exhausted. <laughs> no, but did you, like, run up the stairs? He's like, no, I just walked. I'm like, but you just walked. <laughs> Gas. It's, I'm absolutely gassed every time. But I have the endorphins of running a mile because I live about a mile away. So I'm right when I turn the corner to get to the office, every day I'm feeling as good as I will that day. Yeah. I'm just like, all right, I'll get to work. I got some fucking yeah. – I got some emotion going, some adrenaline, some juice flowing. And then, right as I'm turning the corner, every time I see this homeless guy, and it's a perfectly made bed, and he like folds all his stuff up, and it's just like a, a nicely put together small house, and it sucks everything out of me because it's just like you're not as put together as this homeless guy. Is. John is insecure because of a homeless man. He came in today. He was like, "We gotta talk about this guy. Fuck this guy. Who does he think he is?" It's I mean, it's bullshit. And, and it's not I'm just you, in by to the record way. Record this popular podcast where we have fans. And I do okay. Mm-hmm. And every day, I'm cut down yeah. by this homeless man who's just like, I'm better than you. Yeah, like our, look at look at me and look at you. Look what your apartment looks like. Look what my apartment looks like. Look at all, all the means you have, all the everything you have. But yet, me over here, homeless, still better. It's than coming you. down to the point where I'm either gonna have to fight this guy or start paying him to start being disheveled. Like you, I can't have you. What about pay him to like be your maid and like make your I bed don't want and him shit? In my house. Um, <laughs> I don't want to let him get a taste of the good life. <laughs> but the, the good life in my converted room that's messier than your corner over here. You know what? He, you know how offended he would be that you don't want him in your house? He'd be like, fuck your apartment. You're not allowed on my corner. <laughs> I mean, but I might have to start walking an extra two blocks. I'll probably pass out before I get to work if I start doing that. The, I have the no, perfect, no have the more detour. fitness for my one block, one mile walk to work. That's where my fitness <laughs> level max ends. out. That's it. Well, we'll, we'll put, go to Twitter. Go to KFC Radio Twitter. John will put the pictures up. His bed is like bizarrely. It's like four corners. And he's never bounce there. Bounce a quarter off it military style. Like, I think well, he no, goes- so, so you brought him up. You know him as his bed. Nate said that this has kind of been, everybody has seen this guy. He reads books by flashlight at night. And he like there's he, he like uh, like sings to, there's something about music like he's very he's very oh he has a phone but I mean he's never there in the day like I think he goes right. off to his job where he I, I don't know makes beds at a Macy's for the showroom because he's so fucking works good at, at a it. fucking sleepies yeah. he's at the uh, mattress firm he's he's part of the conspiracy but so like Nate must be seeing him at night and you just see like his bed during the day or something yeah when he's at work so he returns to so you think he has a job. I, I mean, I don't know I mean, if he has if a job. He might just if, be somewhere else. But he's, he's got a fucking phone, and he's buying books. I mean, you can steal books. You can steal books. You can't have a phone unless you have income. Come on. I don't know. Phones these days are all, you know, I don't, I don't know. I've heard about the Obama phones. I don't know exactly what it is. I just know people complain you about it. Get them. your Boost Mobile gone. I, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like you can get a phone pretty cheap. I mean, that's well, that's the point here is that homelessness is, is, is it's like HIV. It's like it's going away. It's fading away. Oh, I mean, I guess I do see less and less. No, not even like not even the the number. I'm saying the. I mean, as I say this, I'm thinking about the disgusting homeless people. Like, no, homelessness is is here to stay. But there are people who are homeless who can live. 
Like home, you can live a homeless life that's much better than like uh, 20 years ago. You know what I mean? Like I see homeless people. They have phones. They have Jordans. They're not like maybe they're, they're new homeless. Maybe they haven't like yeah. they're they haven't really bottomed out Dude, yet. I but saw, like when the homeless have Venmo, I'm like, this is just crazy to me. I saw a homeless guy who I swear to God came to New York to be a model. <laughs> Didn't work out So he was just like Fucking up homeless Just a this beautiful dude, homeless man he, Well I couldn't really see his face but He was just really well dressed Yeah Just like I, I think it was He Maybe he just got Because right by Penn Station So maybe he just got off Like Madonna style Like I got to New York With $13 in my pocket mm-hmm. And He just immediately realized Like this isn't have enough yeah. For a slice of pizza So yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck it <laughs> But it was like He had like a nice bag He was sleeping on It wasn't right outside Penn well, Station Well I've always where, like, thought Like Like Day one of homelessness. I think that would be like a great fucking movie or a pilot for a TV show. Like when you're first homeless, your teeth are clean, your hair is cut, you have some shit. You know what I mean? Or I guess not. I don't know. I don't know how you just become homeless. I don't. I don't know the answer to that. Maybe. Either. Maybe by then you're I already addicted to drugs and you're already you've already yeah, like think the drug burned every bridges. Part. But like I don't get how you reach a point where you don't even have a couch to sleep on. You don't have enough money to like get to you know a fucking YMCA or something. But that first day where you're like. I'm homeless. I got nowhere to go. I got nothing to do. The world is your oyster. <laughs> go ahead. Go do whatever you want. You just have no money or means to do it. And you have to do it like in, in the clothes on your back, and that's it. Yeah. You know how they say wait, uh, youth is wasted on the young? Free time is wasted, wasted on, on the, the homeless. homeless. <laughs> I would kill to have a, an empty schedule. <laughs> you don't got to worry about anything forever. Trent brought it up. Trent was like, I mean, just think about the disposable income you'd have if you didn't have to pay rent. Ugh. I'm this close to being homeless anyway. I like I sleep with my windows open. It's like I'm there is nothing separate. I guess a roof. I, I sleep yeah. in like a. You don't like have to a, worry about getting wet. You know what they have like in those driveways where you put up. Um, it's like you can like put up a garage almost. Like it's big in New England at least, where it's like basically like a, a like an overhang. Of, yeah, so, an overhang. so you can like pull up if it's raining and get out and exactly. Yeah, and you I, know what's I like, have it, one it, of those. It, I don't have walls. You have like a lean to. Yeah, you're, you're living in like a wigwam. I, it's like there's nothing protecting from the elements. It rains in my room regularly. Just, just, I just have a roof. <laughs> You are. I, I have towels below my windows because it gets too hot in my room. So I open the windows and it just, just rains. Catch the rain. It just rains in my apartment. I gotta shove towels against the wall so it doesn't spread that much. You don't deserve a home. I woke up one morning in socks and put my feet on the ground, got wet, and realized we gotta towel this bitch up. Another reason to not wear <laughs> fucking socks to bed. Can I just mention that it's a homeless guy who has a bed? We're talking about this bed being made. Yeah, no, I mean, he's got a fucking mattress. It's not even like a cardboard box that he's dressing up. It's like a full-blown, you know... Probably got himself. Uh, it's probably he works for Sleepies. He, I, you know, I bet he'd, he'd. I bet he'd be a great person to ask about. Um, I forget what was a former uh, admiral of the navy gave a speech. I think he was in Annapolis, and basically he was giving life lessons. And number one was make your bed every day mm-hmm. because if you get home, if you had a great day, oh, because first of all you accomplish something that day immediately. Yeah, fuck and second that. of all, like, if you had a bad day, when you get home, at least your bed is made or something like that, right? Yeah. This guy would be a good case study on that. Yeah, it's like, how it, does it, this feel every day? Is this you know? Like do you he, feel he, he accomplished home, every day? He gets home and he's like, oh my god, my teeth are rotting. <laughs> I smell terrible. I haven't eaten in days. You know what though? My bed's made. But yeah, good. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm killing good. life. I guarantee not. <laughs> this is. I, I guarantee a, that doesn't. I am fly. an accomplished human being. I me? mean, I I understand the the imagine the, like the, like this homeless guy, this fucking guy. He thinks he's better than me. 
I know he does. He is. He, he reads and he he's, does. He's, and that pisses me off. He's, he's more cultured than you. He's more disciplined than you. He's probably tougher than you are. He's living in the elements. He's, he's more of a man than you are, no doubt. I don't care if I'm more than a man. He just because you, no, you're more than a man all, than me doesn't mean you're better than me. Oh, no, he's much better than you. He's, dis- he's, more, he's more educated. He's more intellectual. I disagree. I mean, if he reads every night. So I, I read a no, lot, too. I read not, every night, but I read a lot. This guy, first of all, he has a job. So he, he he's well-read. He goes to a place of employment, clearly. He might be smoking crack, but that might be why he's not in his bed. Maybe. So what? People who do drugs are, like, worse than you? No. Yeah. So? So that's not a point in your column. This guy, he probably sees the world. If you do crack, I'm better than you. I, I'm really, I don't give myself a lot. If you are addicted to crack, well, I'm probably crack. better than you. What if you. you've tried crack? I look down upon people who do crack. I have no problem telling you that. If you're addicted to crack, like you're a crackhead, you're probably homeless, you're a piece of shit. If you even tell me that you smoke crack, like just once, I'm like... Ah, I've smoked things sometimes, but I wasn't sure what it was. That's fine. If you get tricked into it, fine. Yeah. If 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 it's a yeah if it's training day like I didn't know you like to get wet yeah. that's fine if you're like one time we yo smoked, we where's the crack weed, we thought in in Spain we were in uh, Salamanca just like immediately as I like, took a hit like nope that Not, wasn't weed never mind <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if you <laughs> knowingly the grass for three hours after that talk complain about how itchy we were yeah don't what, know what that whatever was. drug that was folks <laughs> if you knowingly do crack and especially if you seek out crack. Because, like, you're not buying that from, like, your Wall Street drug dealer. You know what I mean? Like, you're in a back alley getting up some rocks to cook them up and shit. I'm better than you. It's not a glam. You know, I'm not, you know, I'm not better than a drug user. I'm better than a crack user. Okay. Because, you know. Probably. I, I, I think I'm going to give you a crack addict. you got to be an addict. If you just go seek it once just for the thrill of it. Really? You might be better than me. I mean, I guess so. But I, I, chances are you're not better than me. <laughs> If you've sought out crack. Chances are you're better than me. <laughs> just period. Just, just period. Just period. Chances if you're are, a human, you're better than you're me. You're better than me. Maybe we should smoke a little crack then. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure I have. <laughs> I don't know. I would love to do like a sunny, like just, just one one rock, please. <laughs> we would like four rocks of crack, please. And I love when that drug dealer is like $200. <laughs> okay, here you go. All-time episode of television. I'm going to say... If you have even a nicely made bed outside, and that's where you sleep, I'm better than you. If you're addicted to crack, or if you've even intentionally sought out crack, I'm better than you. Those are just two things. I mean, maybe not you, John, but I'm better than that guy. I don't think I am. Now, better is a subjective term. You know, like yeah. I said, like he's a he could beat me up, or he maybe he's a little more well read than I am. But on the whole, I'm better than him. Uh, yeah, I'm, I think I'm better than that guy. But the only reason I think I'm better than that guy is because he pisses me off. He taunts me with his success. And, and again, for the record, this is a man that John has never even like seen. I've never seen him. He's never had an interaction with him. Yeah, he taunts him with his success. That's even worse. It's a passive aggressive taunting. He's not even staying there to walk, look like give me the up down. Yeah. Like yeah, that, that guy. Right. He finishes his bed. He pulls it tight, and he's just like, "Final boy's gonna be so he, pissed." He fucking hears me coming from a block away, like, <laughs> and knows to hide just to watch me stop and stare at that bed with disdain. None of this happens. Not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. We got. I gotta like see this man now. Where? Where? Where is this? Right around the corner. Okay. Take it right. Because like office, I, I know the shanty right town. I know. Wait on 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 twenty ninth. See right out of the okay. office. Right on twenty ninth. He's right there. Okay. All right. 
There used to be the one on the old office who was always doing push-ups and sit-ups, and I was like, this guy's in great shape. <laughs> that guy was better than me as like a physical specimen. You know, the free time is what I mean. But then there's the guy who walks with his head pointed all the way down to the ground. If you're watching on, on gold, go to barstoolgold.com slash KFC. This homeless guy, he just walks like slow steps. I think you're just talking bent. about a man high on heroin. Uh, he's always that way, though. Yeah? Yeah. Checks out. I feel like his back is like... Like he couldn't straighten up if he wanted to. I. This is my solemn promise to you. I. I we. We got to go over our living will. We got to do that. Okay. Uh, next if, if I and this one's for real for me because uh, you know I, my I got the back issues so this could very well be me if I'm at a point where I am walking with my head completely pointed at the ground looking at my toes shaped like an L you know like a fucking lowercase R. I want you to kill me. Okay. I want you to. Stab me, shoot me, break my back, push me into traffic, just kill me. Yeah, I'm not gonna stab you. That's slit my throat. Th- that's bringing on a trauma that I don't need. If I'm, st- yeah, that's if true. I'm sticking that, that puts it on you. Yeah, you're you're bringing the burden to my doorstep. You pulling, you pulling the trigger. You're okay returning with? to sender if, I don't, if you don't mind. <laughs> um, <laughs> what, what, what what would you be comfortable with killing me? Sniper rifle. Well, where are you gonna get a sniper rifle? I don't know. Fucking call traps. He's probably got something. <laughs> <laughs> Japsy, bring me a sniper rifle. And where, are you going to snipe me from I like a thousand a yards? Rifle if I needed a sniper rifle. You're going to shoot me like close or? No, I'd be far away. You're, so you're going to sniper. I would, I, would, I would have to train, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, like, what are you going to miss? Maybe like hit a fucking innocent bystander well, on the street. wait until you were like almost home. <laughs> you're going to shoot? <laughs> you're going to JFK me in front of my house? Yeah. yeah. Well, limit, limit the potential casualties. I'd be a good sniper before I shot you. I would make sure. I think you'd like, be a terrible sniper. I'd just call you. I'd be like, "Hang on, stay you know when they you know when you have to control your breath, you, you, yo, just just go check the mail." Pow! <laughs> you would be like, <gasps> you'd be tired because you walked with the striper right behind your fucking shoulder. Bullets would be flying everywhere. I mean, you can't. I can't imagine the variance I, I, when you're I, shooting I, someone I, at like a thousand yards. If you like even mis misread your breath at all, you probably <laughs> miss by like. Dozens of feet. I'd be the stormtrooper of snipers. <laughs> He'd never hit anything. <laughs> Just a bunch of holes in your like house. Like a dumb and dumber. Pow, pow, pow. You are a terrible <laughs> shot, Feidelberg. Please kill me if I am ever hunched over to the point that I'm looking down at the ground. Okay. Or, or just like homeless in general. <laughs> Off me. All right. What are you uncomfortable about? Tell me. I've waited long enough. What is it? You ever look at dogs' buttholes? Yeah. Okay, you do. I was wondering if it was a thing. Like I was walking. I mean, they and, they flaunt it for all of us to see. But it's one of those things where I didn't used to like have the urge to look. It's like, oh, like I mean, I, listen, I don't get off on it like you do. I don't get off I've, on I've it. Seen them. It's just like it's like getting in the sh- like a community shower where you're like, I don't have any like innate desire to look at a dick, but it's there. But I gotta take a look at well, it. Well, I mean, I was walking around a dog saying it's just like. I like I know like the, it's like a common thing like oh cats want their assholes dogs want their assholes but like do you have like the gravitation wait what about what like like, like oh cats and dogs like Fla- flaunt flaunt, their assholes. yeah yeah but like do you have like the gravitational pull of your eyes I mean like, I don't know about that <laughs> like, sounds like you're what you're describing is being attracted to it's not no it's not. you are you are literally you have a gravitational pull that's attraction because it's attracted the fucking it. dog's asshole is attracting you it's like I because it's like one of those things like every time I'm like, I'm like what the fuck man yeah I get, like, I'm not happy well, about well you know it. what it really happened for me do you remember that but I'm gonna call the OG meme like the first meme the little kid. You know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about. There's a picture. It's like old, like E-bombs world. It's a little kid and a dog from behind. And it's a dog that has like no fur. His tail's up. His asshole is exposed. (laughs) It is the most perfect dog asshole. And the little kid has his finger in his mouth. And it says something like, only the kid knows the the truth. 
And it, I mean, it looks like he put his finger in the dog yeah, and then put it in his mouth. <laughs> and the caption's like, only the kid knows. But and that, I mean, when I once I saw that and I realized how how on display dogs assholes are. Then it, it kind it's of definitely became... not one of those things where it's like uh, that's not a new idea or anything like that. But the fact that it's like it used to be they would put it in your face, and now it's one of those things where it's like once they put it in your face so much, we're like stop showing off, dog. It's like yeah, it's like you gotta look now. Yeah, where it's like oh, a... but you're not putting it in my face anymore. Only the dog knows for sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, that. We'll put it up there. on gold. I mean, we can also just cut the we can edit the picture in there, but. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean that do- that that was when I realized that it was like, boy, there's like a roadmap pointing right at your butt. It's you it's know? a strange thing. I don't understand it. I don't get it. But I was just like, I don't know. I just looked at the dog's asshole again. But it wasn't again. It wasn't like. <laughs> I it, mean, listen. It, I I I think you might have a little bit of a problem because I I quickly answered yes because it's just like yeah, it's on display. But when I first see a dog, I'm like, oh, look at his floppy ears, or like, I'm oh, behind the dog. Yeah, but I'll, I don't but see I'll any be honest, of that. like I just probably. But like I'll probably be looking at his tail first of him, you know. Yeah, it, yeah, I probably look at the tail first, and then guess where the tail leads. Yeah, but it feels like you're looking at the asshole first. I don't know where it is. It feels dude. like you look at the asshole and then go to the fluffy tail. <laughs> I go the other direction, and I think I'm better than you because of that. Me and the homeless guy, we look at the tails. <laughs> you look at the dog's assholes. Yeah, but they they are they are very. Um, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a very giving creature. I know you. I'm gonna look. I'll just look. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> like, the dogs are the they're, they're the they're the no face girls of dogs yeah. of, of the animal kingdom. Just, I know what you just want showing to it off. Fine, yeah. I looked. Okay, did you see that tweet we got over the break? I believe uh, the guy said that his girlfriend wipes their dog's ass. Oh yeah, but I think that's just the French bulldog. French bulldogs, you have to really. Yeah, why? I don't know because we created them in labs and like, yeah, like forgot to teach them how to shit or something. Because well, it must like the way they're like it must like you must like shit like onto their butt like their yeah. legs or their butt or whatever. I have a friend who has a French bulldog. I'm like, this is the stupidest thing in the whole world. Why yeah, that food? well, I, that, I, I well, start wiping my dog's ass. Be- that is a big detractor because I believe that usually the French bulldog is regarded as like the best indoors sit on the couch and watch TV dog. They're like super content just being lazy. Oh. But if it comes at the cost of it can't shit, then <laughs> yeah. no, that's I'm not. I'm, uh, but isn't it funny? Like for the most part. These dogs' asses are wide open, and they just shit. They open, they close, and you're done. But like, you know, it, it would be—it's a, a ridiculous idea to wipe your dog's ass. But is it? It's like we just let these other dogs shit and then come into our house. Well, what we, other dogs? Like, like your dog? Like you let a dog shit and then come sit on your couch? Like we wipe our asses, we clean up. I know it's like physiologically a little different, but it is funny that it's like if there's any fur or anything around there, there's shit all over it. Yeah, but I think it's almost like a evolutionary thing. Like it's almost always bald by the asshole. Well, I, well, I, I like a, a, for like the doodles. They're not like doodles. You gotta like when they go to the groomer, they gotta get their asshole cleaned up. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Because trust me, yeah, when you don't like when Duncan used to go like a long time without grooming, it was like this is we got. That's when I was always like, we gotta go to the groomer because your shit's getting stuck in your fur, dude. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. God. But like you know, I kept thinking, I'm like, I should probably be cleaning this every time. <laughs> Nope. That's crazy. Let this animal just shit and come in your house. We're weird. Dogs let make us do weird things. The yeah. licking and the sleeping in bed with you and shit. It's like Yeah, I do all of it. I don't white know. White people I, I just won't I, stop I white people twenty twenty. Yeah. Unless you start paying me fifty grand a year, <laughs> I'm not wiping my dog's ass. Speaking of assholes, <laughs> Harry and Meghan Markle have said peace out to their bitch ass family, the asshole royal family. All-time power move to retire from the royal family. I love it. I... Which, by the way, has happened before in, like, before World War II. The king did it. 
King Edward. He was the king, and he was like, peace. Really? That's like some major I didn't shit. Know that. I thought that's like, were, I heard someone saying like they annexed someone once, but that's different. That's just you're the black sheep. I think that's count. why the the royal family is the royal family because like, he bounced. It, yeah, it, the line moved. She, over. she became the queen because he, the king, like left. Right? Yeah. It, yeah. Like the queen's father was not supposed to be the king. It was his Until brother. Guy he abdicated. was the younger brother. Whatever. He was Harry. Yeah. And it would be like if when William inherits the throne, he's like, nah. And then Harry becomes it. And then it's just like a whole – because it just shifts to the you, whole side of the family. They should just all be like royal cousins and right, stuff like Right, right. Well, it's funny because I've heard the word abdicate. Like that I know of. But the the idea of retiring from – you know, I think the abdicate is when you have like the throne. But this guy doesn't have that, but he's just retiring from royal life. I mean he went out. He married a half-black, divorced Hollywood American. Like that's like fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, Rover. Fuck, 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 fuck. And then he's just like one giant fuck you. I'm totally out. I don't understand. Like, there's no way he wants to be out. Oh, I don't know. No, I think it's because done so much like bitching. brainwashing and, or, and oh like, yeah, yeah. This sucks. Well, so like, like one of the lines in the fucking statement is like we're trying to become independently financially independently yeah. stable, whatever it was. Yeah. But uh, so you grew up a royal. That's not your lifelong goal is to start making your own fucking money. Yeah. But no, see, here's what I think. The reason why – I mean, I feel like that statement was like you got to play it safe here because this, to me this is like the mafia. It's like you can't just like quit, you know? Yeah. You know all the secrets. We've been telling you things forever. I would be nervous to just like try to quit the royal family. Next thing you know, you get sniper rifled by John Henry. Like that to me is like we can't – you're either in or you're fucking out, out. But that to me was like – I'm not going to take your money. I'm going to support Her Majesty the Queen. Like, just let me go. You know what I mean? Like, that was almost his way of being like, I want out, and I mean, that means you don't have to worry about me. You don't have to support me. I won't be a leech. I'll still have your back. But don't worry. I'm not going to, like, go against the family sort of thing. Just, like, let's go our separate ways. To me, I think it's – if you can pull it off, it's brilliant. I think that Harry – I mean, it's almost – I said on radio, it's like being – it's like Reggie Bush. Like, you can't vacate these wins. He's still a royal. So if you get to – Remove yourself from all the bullshit they have to do, all their I, I all their old tr- uh, traditions, and like you have to dress this way and act this way, but you still get to be. I'm fucking Prince Harry for life. It's the best of both worlds. I think this this marriage has three years left, tops. Yeah, well, that's it's, I mean, that's a that's a different debate. I think it's it's well, she what she did is she killed his dream. What like what was his dream like? To grow up and do nothing. Yeah, it's like it's like, so like, like, someone, like you got to go get a job. If someone prevents you from getting your dream job, if you get right, like say. You know, like one of those stories where it's like, oh, I, I didn't go to law school because I wanted to get a job to support you to go to medical school or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck it is. You, you kind of hear bullshit like that. I didn't go to the Super Bowl because I was uh, – you, you grow to resent someone, and that seed is planted, and it will grow into a tree of hate. And like Harry's like, all my life, I just wanted to live off British taxpayers' dollars. Uh-huh. And, and I, I had live, that. I, I had that. in palaces and fucking not do anything. And now I have to live in Canada mm-hmm. and fucking mm-hmm. get a job. Mm. Like, like what? Is, like, what is his job going to be? Work at Rose Apothecary. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, what the fuck is Harry going to do? I mean, unless they're just gonna, they're just going to do a reality TV show. No, like that's no, how they're going to make. I, I money. don't think they're going to. They're not going to do anything. Meghan Markle's fucking set. She'll probably go back to Hollywood. Are they though? Like sets? Like we're talking like set money. If you don't have the royal f- checkbook, yes. How much does Meghan you, Markle make? Definitely have. Meghan Markle made millions for sure. But like, how many to be like? We don't have to work anymore. In Canada. I don't know. I think Half. you need to have big money to not work. I don't think so. And to still maintain and a also, fancy like, lifestyle? Like, you think they're never taking uh, – I mean, you don't have to maintain that level. But also, like, they're going to get money. 
Well, I mean, I, I guess it depends on how much like this breakup, you know, how much this like retirement really is. Yeah. I mean, they got a buyout for sure. Well, that's fucking what, Matt I, I, Rule I, I, had a bio from <laughs> Baylor. You think they don't have a bio from the royal family? Meghan yeah. Markle is worth five million dollars, and and Prince, Prince Harry worth... is reportedly around nineteen million. But that's like their money. That's no, not that's his independently. money. Because if it was their money, that number is way, way, way higher. It's probably like independently from like from his fucking trust funds. But, and but shit that's like what that, I mean. But... Like it might be in his account, but it's from being a royal. What, bitch, that if that down. gravy train stops, uh, like cuts off. No, it's in my account. It's my money. Right, but okay, so fine. He has $20 million, which you can live off for the rest of your life. Not if you're Prince Harry and you're used to like partying in Vegas and fucking you know, Meghan Markle and her expensive lifestyle. They're going to have to get a job. They're going to have to have some income. I, the, not like, I'm, I'm I not saying what? he's got to work at the gas station, but they're going to need to do like, like speeches or a book or something. Yeah, well, that's fine. Yeah. They do that shit anyway. But, but I mean, that's, that's where like, Harry's going to – that's going to be a rude awakening for Harry. What do you think, Meg, what do you think Meghan Markle's not bringing in? Uh, on the silver screen or on TV. Yeah, Guess what? Her but, fucking... Well, so that's the she thing. Makes she makes a lot more now. I feel like that is probably... She was not, like, gonna go be an actress if she was just gonna sit around and be a princess, right? Uh, she wasn't allowed You're to. You're not allowed to, yeah. right. So now she can go back and be, like, leading lady, like, Guess pow. What? I'm the princess. Yeah. Do you want the princess in your movie? $30 million. So that, to me, that was... that. This is the most hyper steroid-injected version of... A girl like making you change the way you dress, you yeah. know, when the, when it's like, man, you used to just like hang out with the boys, and now you're wearing like, you know, like fancy suits, and you go, you know, you don't hang around anymore. And it's like, it's how annoying that is for that guy and his friends. Now imagine that if you have the ultimate gravy train in billions of dollars from the fucking royal family, and she made you give that shit up. But all, and like, and not even that too. Where it's like, the rules had been. Clearly laid out for you before we even did. Yeah, this. We, you knew like, what you were getting you, into. Like, it yeah. was you had a taste of it. You'd seen what happened to other princesses. I mean, you'd seen what happened to my fucking mom. Yeah. Um, right. And but don't are... you also don't you tip the cap then? Like this this chick, like she probably knew that and she had a plan and she executed it. The I I do think, and this could be the romantic in me. I do think that he genuinely loves her because he did. He had like a fucking kind of baller quote where it was. When Megan Megan went away from public life for a little while, yeah, and came back and was like crying, talking about it, how yeah. it's really hard, and it is one of those things too where I think like coming to bars obviously it's much more extreme and you know, blah 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 blah, but it's one of those things where like I get it, I get it, I get it, and then you are a hired Barcelona employee and your and first like, day you in, not, like oh I can handle the heat no you right, can't right. you There's don't know you, you, you felt a different version of heat than this heat exactly, yeah. and like I think his quote was something like. I allowed you to kill my uh, like I, I yeah like, I'm not gonna let mom, you do it I won't yeah allow you to do well it that's why I actually that. believe that like as much as I'm joking about her making him do it he Listen, might I'm he might be fed up about you now he might be fed up yeah like you you killed my mom and now you're like ruining the girl I love I think it's time for me to bounce yeah. like there might actually be some pure intentions here there is it's one and, of those and things like, it's I like, mean and he's also what's happiness it's like the homeless guy versus me yeah I got a job I got a roof I don't have window I don't have walls but I got a job and a roof. I'm, and I'm guess good. what? That guy's content and better than me. Maybe maybe Harry's and like, look, I've had the, the money and I'm still not happy. Let's go see what he, it's like in Shitsky. He went to war, right? I feel like he kinda he, I feel like he's always been like searching for his purpose. He joined the military, maybe he didn't go to yeah. war. But like you know, I think he did two tours. Two tours. So he did yeah. ha- he saw like active duty. So I feel like William was always the one that was like, I'm gonna be the royal and he never really liked it. He was the party boy. Yeah. He kind of wanted to get away from it. And now, like, he has his chance. It might sound crazy because it's, like, you know, giving up a ton of money. or But like you said, you're probably not giving up all the money. But 
it's a it's a power move to be like, I'm all good, I'm out. You know, it's like it's almost like uh, I mean, it, it, like the American like, version was James Harden breaking up with Chloe. Like, I can't do this Kardashian shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm out of here. I don't want this family. I'm, I'm sure there are a lot of families or a lot of people who were like, I wish I could just do this. Motherfucker did it. Yeah. And yeah. guess what? He risked a lot more than you. And, and well, I, and also, like, he's, he's, he's going to be, be fine. It's not like yeah. cutting off Yeah, he's going to be fine. And and if he does so have if he does have like an ounce of personality or anything that he, he is now allowed to do, like, it would be kind of cool. Maybe they're going to have a podcast. <laughs> Maybe it's going to be a Harry and Meghan podcast. I'd listen to the shit out of that. I'd, watch, I'd also watch a sex tape. Those two should put out a sex tape. <laughs> Let's get into our voicemails. Brought to you by HelloFresh. So, um, you do have a kitchen, and you do have yeah. the luxury of that. Yes. So, you can cook up your own meals at night. So, you can, like, rest assured you're better than that guy on the street because you can get yourself some HelloFresh. You can open up this box, and you can cook yourself multiple meals this week in under 20 minutes and have yourself a nice, freshly prepared meal. That'll bring you happiness. I'm going to do that. And you know what? Maybe you don't have to make your bed. Maybe that's not the thing you accomplish. Maybe the thing you accomplish is cooking some food. That's, uh, that's a better one. It's so much better because I was going to say earlier about that, that bed thing. Like, we're really setting the bar low for accomplishment. Right. Like, but guess what? Like if, if, I if can't get over it still, Kevin. I know. I know. I mean, <laughs> the I'm bar not, is on I'm the floor. Do it. I still am I not breaking the threshold. I still trip <laughs> over that bar. I don't do it. It drives me crazy. It is annoying. It's enough of a, of a task that I, I, I'm too annoyed to do it. But if a motherfucker comes up to me being like, I'm so accomplished today because I made my bed. Fuck off, okay? But if someone comes to me and says they were rattling those pots and pans and they made themselves uh, and their date or their family a nice meal, now that I'm going to get impressed uh, by. This comes with 10 free meals when you go to- What? Yeah. 10 free meals. You go to HelloFresh.com slash KFC10, 10 for the free meals, uh, and then you use the code KFC10 at checkout, you'll get 10 free meals and free shipping. So If it's, you're in New York City and you get seamless every night, that's 400 free dollars. I know. It's crazy. Yeah. That's, that's so that's true. 300 to 400 that, yeah, HelloFresh is putting $400 in your pocket. The amount of, of, like, I get myself, I get an appetizer, a meal, maybe a dessert, maybe one. I get a ton of extra stuff because I feel bucks. rude. Cause it's not, I'm like, I'm like, not a lot. I'm making yeah. a guy come. I should yeah. get more. I'll throw three apps on there, a fucking dessert. Throw yeah. it all away. Making a guy come. Bring that huh? homeless asshole. Yeah. Like, look what I can do, bitch. I can give food away. I, make I don't even need this shit. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, the amount of money that a meal costs—it's just like between the fees and then this and that. All of a sudden, it's fifty bucks yeah. every time. It's crazy. So uh, that tr- truly is like an addiction. Like you ever see that that, that uh, meme where it's like a handful of pills, but each pill is like a social media it's app, the stupidest thing, and it's like which one are you addicted to? But like, I think I'm Wait, doing one of them's Venmo. Yeah, like, yeah, but you put two apps on there. Get the fuck out of here with Venmo, but 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 I think SoundCloud and LinkedIn. Oh, you like, it's your addiction <laughs> Sound, to music? Yeah. It's your addiction finding jobs? Get the fuck out of here! Fuck, <laughs> I'm so addicted to LinkedIn. It's ruined my life. Listen, HelloFresh will cut out all that nonsense, and uh, you can cook. Uh, it has 22 seasonal chef curated recipes each week, so you can cook yourself uh, a whole array of food. Um, and uh, it saves you money. It gives you you turn you learn how to cook, which is a like. A very effective life skill. And uh, the average trip to the grocery store, 41 minutes. That's 35 hours a year if you only go once a week. This right here, you don't have to go to the grocery store, and you can cook it up in 20 to 30 minutes. So bingo, bango, bongo. Go to HelloFresh.com slash KFC10. Get 10 free meals. That's HelloFresh.com slash KFC10. Someone was talking to me about this the other day. Um, you just reminded me of that with, with the um, saving the time of the, the grocery shopping and all that. Yep. And it was just like, do you think about how much more time we have than anyone else who's ever been alive? 
And yes. What, 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 what we do we do with it? it? Uh, uh, Rogan just had on, uh, I want to say Joe DeRosa. He had uh, Mark, maybe Mark Normand. He had, he had some comedian on who said, like, Oh, honestly, this must be what I saw. Cause I she had on, on Instagram too. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. So that he it was on, was on Rogan. So he was like, you know, my dad used to have to call a travel agent and sit on the phone for like you know twenty minutes to book a flight and go somewhere. I do that in two seconds, and I just save myself you know nineteen minutes. Yeah, and you add up right. all that convenience, you have more time to accomplish or to read or to do whatever, and yet we are still relatively the same pieces of shit. You know, <laughs> like like. I even think about the information, like the information highway, the internet. I should be like wildly smarter than my grandpa. I don't think I really am, right? I would say he's dumber. Yeah, right. But I mean, I guess there's a difference between like intelligence and like information, right? Yeah, not both. You think that like my grandfather just like knew more like facts? I don't. That I don't think so. Yeah. Because I think I've been reading the internet and just picking up dumb shit all the time. Well, I guess that's the thing is really it's like you can you, you can have access to the information, but if you don't retain it, it doesn't yeah. matter. So you think I'm stupider and less informed than my grandfather was? You, you mean, mean me more personally or like us? Us. Yeah. Um, the two of us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the golden us, the men of the table. Um, the royal we. <laughs> the, uh, that's what I meant to say, obviously. I didn't retain it. <laughs> I like the golden us, though. I like that. <laughs> um, the, uh, <laughs> the, fuck. Didn't retain it. <laughs> funny. That's funny. That's funny. Your grandpa's not as funny as you. But, I mean, for, yeah, it should be that we, I know more about, like, like, like. <laughs> the golden us. The goddamn asshole. <laughs> I, I thought that was just you. Like you came up with something. The fact that you thought that I was this thing is crazy. Royal yeah, week, Kevin. yeah. I, yeah. I thought you came up with your own version of it. You're creative. No, you're just dumb. Yeah, that's definitely what I did. But I, like Jeopardy, golden us. Je- Jeopardy. We all should be. Like, what I fucked Jeopardy. up is the golden rule in the royal way and just put in the wrong word. <laughs> this is gonna be a good producer game episode because he was he's fucking laughing over there. He's like, you are dumb. We should all be pretty good Jeopardy contestants, but we're not. Like we all are like. We have just so much access to not even things that we seek out. It's just like if you're fucking around on the internet, you're going to see information that you just never would have come across if you were generations ago. I guess you have to retain it, but we all should be getting smarter and more informed. And I think maybe it's overload. Maybe it's too much and you block everything out. I think that's what it is. So it's better to specialize and just read a book like when your grandpa did and you knew a lot about XYZ versus like I can't remember even common phrases. It's why you only remember things from college. Because that's Cause when you were it's focused like specialized on it. classes. Yeah. Like when I was fucking learning about a different century every day in elementary yeah. school. Like, I don't really. Yeah, I could give you like a loose explanation of what happened at the Revolutionary War. Mm-hmm. But like, I never took a Revolutionary War class, so it's right. like it's like here's this, here's this, here's this, here's this, here's this, and like I don't really remember any of that. Right. I don't, it's all gone. I don't remember, I remember what the, for the, fuck test, the point of any of this it. was. Like, what was the point of my formative years? <laughs> I have no memory of them. Seriously. <laughs> well. I guess we're just dumb pieces of shit. Let's use our voice skill mail. and do some voicemails. Yeah. <laughs> um, one more thing. One more thing uh, before we end the voicemails. We've teased it like three times now. Uh, I-, I want this clipped because I want it shown to the people of Barstool Sports. I mentioned this at the Philly Live show. When someone comes into the bathroom and you are shitting, it is, it is cultural law. <clears throat> Give a little. No, you just tighten up for a second. You shut the fuck up. You get invisible in there. Did someone just let the, let the someone trap door just? Out? I just heard someone's naked asshole farting, mm. and it's like this is disgusting. 
I can hear your naked asshole farting. Let me just pee in peace, and you can fucking blow this place up once I get out of here. I mean, okay? I, let the let the fucking I, let the friendlies clear before you blow the bomb. He was grunting. I don't know who it was. It was like, ah, oh, like, what are you doing? Man. What kind of fucking world are we living I'm in where that's play, allowed? I'm gonna play devil's advocate for a second because uh, you know the the, the golden us here we're in agreement. <laughs> but like, like you can maybe he was just holding it while someone else was in there. Too and you bad. Came in, but like sometimes your body just goes. Cut the fuse. Sometimes no, no, no you gotta have better body control. But I mean, I got no, I got. I listen, can... eventually the poop just comes out. No, no, no way. I've never had poop fall on my butt. <laughs> <laughs> no, You've never been like you know rushing this, to the bathroom. Not like, once uh, in this life have I had poop fall out of my butt. <laughs> I have complete, poop coming out of my butt is when I want it to. I have complete control over myself. Next there. topic. <laughs> next voicemail. KFC fights Super Brutus BC. What's going on? This is Justin, your boy from Massachusetts. I got a, a little hypothetical for you guys. Uh, I'm just wondering if you can have the clout of anyone in the world for 24 hours. How are you going to make the most amount of money? You can't have uh, access to their funds or anything. For example, I could be Kanye West, put on a concert for 24 hours and charge $100 a mission okay. or something. Uh, I got it. If it's me, I'm taking the Pope and I'm putting out some crazy propaganda there. Fuck. Some crazy money. Uh, let me know what you think. Fuck. Mine wasn't even going to be propaganda. I was going to be the Pope and I was going to open my Venmo. Oh, I was going to be the Pope. I was going to light Notre Dame on fire. Sure. There you go. That's oh. actually the most practical one. Go set another fire. It can't be Notre Dame. It's got to be like another one. The Vatican. Set the Vatican on fire. Yeah. You get trillions of dollars. They'll donate a billion in a day. I think if I was the Pope and I just said, open my Venmo, I bet you it's almost like when Cards Against Humanity said, "We're gonna give me, give me some money. We're going to give you nothing, and they did it anyway. The Pope, would, you didn't even need a reason. There's so many religious crazies. If you just said, at Pope Venmo, send me money because I'm the Pope, cash money. And then if you had a better, if you did have a reason, if you want to go the propaganda route, or you want to say we're raising money to like keep the gays out of hell or something like that, really rally the Catholic nuts, you'll get banked. You mean keep the gays in hell, out of heaven. Yeah, yeah, out of heaven. Yeah, yeah. or you know, uh, I, uh, send me the Venmo. I'm gonna make sure all like condoms don't exist anymore. Like abortion clinics are gone. <laughs> you get a billion overnight. Yeah, I mean, there's if Pope you, is the way to go. Pope, you have Pope, or you have to have power to get money quickly. And like the Pope has like the most. Yeah, and maybe you, the royal family. Not only power, but you also have to have the uh, no. Because I don't think the royal family is like well liked in Britain. I think they're. I don't think mm. they're hated, but it's not like here. Go take all my money. Whatever you say is fine. Right. I think like people find them entertaining. I think right, that's pretty much it. But maybe and maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I've never been to Britain. Um, could but, you? Could you just? Could I? Could I become Jerry Jones and sell the Cowboys in a night? Does that count as like accessing their money? What if you just take someone who has something of serious value and just sell it? That also works. I was going to say Brad Pitt because I thought he said LDC cool. I, I, I hear clout. That's all I think of. I'm like, what? what as so, cool? so you're not talking about money. You just want to be, be cool for the night. <laughs> I, I think, yeah, just one night of cool. Like, like if you could, but that would be you, one of those things too where I could just commit suicide after. Yeah, oh, damn. that's, you know, you, once you've tasted the good life, you know, you, you, you'll be chasing that dragon the rest of your life. I, and you're I, never I think come just close. to be able to feel that. Maybe I could just pick up like a couple of idiosyncrasies from being in his mind for a bit. I'm like, oh, this is how he mm. thinks. Whoa. This is what he. This is how that his brain cool. works. That would be cool. Like, like I, I, as like a social anxiety misfit, I would be Brad Pitt. I would walk into a party and take notes of how my brain just like feels. Yeah. Like, oh, so I should think this way. And next time, yeah. That, but I knowledge is better than money. You know. It's right. Would you rather have fifty thousand dollars or go to dinner with Jay Z? Right. Right. <laughs> take that dinner. What if you were the Pope and you sold the sex tape to TMZ? Whoa. 
Pope sex tape? I don't. I don't. I don't think you'd get more than if you promised gays wouldn't get into heaven. Right. But because yeah, you, you need okay. the crazy followers, you okay. need like the, the cult followers. All right, so I'm, I'll be a Kardashian and I'll sell a sex tape again. I mean, it already launched a billion dollar empire. If you were, if you're Kylie now, but then once you're not her anymore, you no longer are, are benefiting from it. Like, I mean, oh, it, you got to be able to like take the money with you, sort yeah. of thing. I mean, I mean like, no. I think it's one of those things where it's like, one yes, that only. would be a great start. But then, you know, everything they've done since then, you would no longer be a part of. But couldn't I be like, you know, set up an account or some shit like that, just siphon it off? You probably okay. could, like a manager does, but they usually get caught. Yeah. And I don't know if you're smart enough for it. Yeah, I mean, I got to know the parameters here. Like, do I have to have the cash in my hand at the end of the night at midnight when I turn back to myself? All right, that's a little different. But I think the ways to make – the quickest ways to make money in general would be, like, a Kardashian making a sex tape right now. How much do you think a sex how if, much do you think it, it would go if for? Kylie, if you did it, like I don't think you could like, like sell TMZ it. Like TMZ pays like two hundred dollars. No, but that's what I mean. You, you, it would have to be more like, like you know, how these comedians just like, like Louis C.K. where he's like, I'm gonna do this by myself. If Kylie controlled her own sex tape and was like, you gotta pay like pay per view. Yeah, big money. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, how much would you pay for? Maybe maybe you don't even care about Kylie, but just like to the you know the interest or just be able to see it, the blogger in you or whatever. Like pick that person, and it's like. Would you pay twenty bucks to watch her? Yeah, but would you, would you right bucks? now pay for a Kylie sex tape? Yes. Yeah. I mean, why? It's to watch be, Kylie. Watch Kylie sex. Kylie, uh, you don't think you're, it's going to be free tomorrow? Like, wait, no. I again, I'm a, I'm a big. I pay see? for content guy. I feel like. I, by, by the way, right you do away. pay for porn. You're the I, only one. I, pay, I don't think it would be. I pay for porn. I pay for news. I pay for. I pay for my content. I would definitely pay for it if I. If I first, I don't think it I would be thought free. it was an ironclad. Like the only way you could see it was this. I think if they release a sex tape, I think tomorrow it'll be. I don't every think so. I feel like it'll be like scrubbed. I feel like, like the Kardashians won't do that because Kim's is not available well, they everywhere. Wanted Kim's out there. Kim's is the one that launched the whole empire. I feel like right now there's no value to a Kylie sex tape unless they like cash in on it. I mean, we've seen a sex tape get scrubbed from the internet fucking here. <laughs> so if Dave Pornoy can do it, then I think Kylie and Chris can definitely do it. I, I feel like I would pay for it just because like I want it immediately. I want to see it's, it right now. It wasn't even a question. Yeah. I, the moment I saw that tweet, how how much how much money though? Like where, where's your cutoff? Would it be probably a hundred, five hundred? I mean, this I expensive to the company. <laughs> but I'd pay for it anyway, even if I wasn't. But. Uh, I I'd probably I'd pay five hundred. I mean, it's a cultural event. You know what I would do too. You got to do something like uh, I'd pay I'd pay five hundred dollars without blinking. Once we start talking thousands, then I'm like, eh. yeah, but I agree. I'd, it's a cultural event. It's like I'm not even going to drag off to this. I'm going to like you know write about this, talk about yeah. this. My kids are going to know about this one. What about like um, like like I would be uh, nah, I guess it's not that much money, but like if you became a, a music, like if I'm going to go be Dr. Dre and release Detox. You know, finally give the people what they want and charge a hundred dollars an album. People would pay for that, or that one Wu Tang album that's just sitting in the fucking bank or something like that. You can make a little bit of money. You're not, you can't make Pope sex tape money. But yeah. <laughs> ain't no money like Pope sex tape money, okay? But really, it's like sex sells and like, or or could you could you uh, could I become somebody and like take my my company public? Like, there's got to be some like banging company that's like you know private and be like. Pfft. Sell that well, shit. I think he said you don't have access. You only to have twenty four hours. I don't right? think you have any of their stuff. I think yeah. it's just like it's like Shao How. For some reason, on this day, when they people look you. at you, they think you have the cloud of right. So like, so like Kanye, you could perform like Kanye. So that's how you could put on a, a right. act. You, but you have to be like you have that one day. Right away. You have to announce. Yeah. I am here. I mean, well, the only thing you know, unless you have a talent, so unless you're jumping into someone who can sing or whatever, the only thing that you can do is fuck. So sex tapes for everyone. <laughs> it's the only. That's the quickest way. Right? Yeah, but like, 
I mean, you could be Chappelle and be like, I'm doing this. And, like, you don't have, I don't even know if you get the talent, but you, you just get up there and just, like, I don't know, pretend you're drunk or something. And be like, people are like, what a disaster that was. And but if they it would the kill tickets, Chappelle. Tickets, yeah, exactly. You know? kill yeah. Chappelle's career, but you don't have tickets. <laughs> That's what I would do. I would, I would, like, take him hostage. I'd go to the real Kanye and be like, listen, I'm about to ruin your career. Give me, give me all your money. <laughs> um, that's a good one, though. That's a that's a that's a that's a that's a good ATI question. That's a good social media question. So get at us. Who would you become for 24 hours if you could try to steal all their money? Hey, KFC fights super producer. Um, so I've been dating my girlfriend for a little under two years, and when we first started dating, I was very adamant about not sharing my location with her on my phone. I just told her that uh, it's not something that I want to do. I'm not like, I don't like anyone really knowing where I am when I don't want them to know where I am. And she was cool about that. And then I think one night we got drunk. I tried to send her my location and it ended up sharing my location with her anyway. Um, So now she just has my location all the time. And and I know she would freak out if I just stopped sharing it with her. She'd be like, what the fuck? Why are you stopped sharing it with me? And it's become like a little bit of an issue. Like when I'm out somewhere that I don't want her to know I'm out just because I don't want to hang out or anything or if I want to go, like, buy a little weed and don't want her to know I'm going to buy weed, like, she'll – she can basically look up where I am whenever I am and she'll call me out on it. So – and I'm wrong for, like, not wanting her to know where I am. No! I've gotten in, like, a fight about it before where I was saying how it's weird that she just looks up my yeah, location this, sometimes and she's My saying, man is like, so brainwashed well, is he, he has to ask this like, question. This is not natural. And it has nothing to do with, like, that doesn't mean you're hiding something, you're cheating, you're a bad person. It is not normal and natural to have someone staring at your whereabouts and knowing your every move everywhere you go. And girls are so fucking stupid and short-sighted with this shit. They're so obsessed with snooping and knowing that they they, they think they would they want this. You know yeah. what I mean? This girl's probably like, yes, I've got it, and now he can't go. And, like, it's going to ruin your relationship. You want this boy and this guy in your life, and you want him so much so that you're going to ruin it. He's going to resent you, and you're going to break up. Just, like, think about all the shit that, you know, uh, like, back when divorce rate was low and back when, like, families were happy and all that shit. Well, that was probably because they used to just, like, hit their wives, and they would just stay in line. But whatever. Yeah. Just forget about that <laughs> yeah. part. Like, oh, you bring up the D word, you get punched in the face. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> but, like, all right. down, down Everyone to the- was held captive. We loved it. <laughs> That, great. Nobody broke up. The they were good trapped old in the days, <laughs> folks. <laughs> uh, there was a very funny uh, on the degenerates. Um, Adrian Pellucci, Amanda Pellucci. Shit, what's her name? But she 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 does a very funny bit about like being a feminist, but not really. And she was like, "Yeah, I mean, back in the day, you just like all they had to worry about was just not getting hit. That was that was all the feminist was like, just don't hit me." But. Um, for, all right, this is literally tracking you with your GPS. Like, that was something they never had, like, old couples never had to worry about. But even down to just, like, the text message. Just, like, where are you? Like, when are you going to be home? What are you going to be, what are you doing? Like, they couldn't even do that. It was just, like, uh, maybe I'll call from a payphone, but otherwise I'll be home when I fucking get home. <laughs> and that's it. You it's, know? Like, it's the, the constant, like- uh, not, like, ball, it's a literal ball and chain now. It's a figurative, it's like a technological ball and chain. It's like you know everything at all times, where, who, what, when, where, why, at all times. And if you don't know, you keep asking. You know me. who you're, you're blaming the wrong people, though. You got to blame guys for this. For you allowing gotta, you, it? You got you to blame men. No, because women find it normal to have trackers on people. 
dudes because they have them on all their friends, right? Because we rape, we rape girls. Them. Yeah, yeah. It's our. So it's really we've made our own bed here. If, if that's if, the theme of the day, making the bed. If we didn't really rape and beat and kidnap women, like it, like like every girl I know has all of their friends yeah. tracked. Right. So it's not crazy to be like, well, you're my friend now. I track yeah. you. Yeah. But like, I'm six one. I'm good. Twenty. Do thirty, and like I'm okay. No one is choosing yeah. to attack me. Yeah, it's like it's not because it's just I look like a risk, right? It's <laughs> I I'm not, but I look like one. I have right. I have the body of a risk. So like you don't need my tracker. Right, I'm good. I'm gonna get home okay. Mm. No one's gonna fucking attack me. I'm pretty. They probably they they're gonna attack you because you're the sense. easier fight. We we got a uh, Doug Smith on the show. We have a story about him. Uh, breaking up a, a a rape and and we were talking about what we would do in that in that situation i think now if i ever encounter it a rapist i'm gonna go up to him and be like hey buddy <laughs> you're making my relationship really fucking yeah, tough that's what he's stop <laughs> raping that girl because my girlfriend's gonna ask me for a gps tracker right, you dickhead it's, like, it's, it's bros before hoes and bros you stop f- making my girl think it's normal to have my gps that's because that's true but you keep okay. raping her. Host. I mean, I I certainly understand your point. So next time a girl says like, "Let me track your location," just say, "I'm not a rape risk." Yeah, I'm not an assault risk. No, I'm- I will not. No, because I can't be raped. Next question. <laughs> I mean, but it really it's it's great. Like, you know, you you think you you think you're stopping cheating or whatever, right? And you are, but you're also stopping. Like, I just want to grab a quick beer before I hit mm. the train. And so I'm not getting the 5.30 train. I'm getting the 6 o'clock. But I'm just going to have a quick beer with my buddy. And you're stopping me from doing that because I know you're going to see my just having a quick beer alone. Alone, right. I'm, I'm just, I need to right. – before I get home to work and talk more, I need to decompress some work. Because right. that is like one – I was talking about that with uh, Chris and, and uh, Giannis today when you were – and we were just talking about how like – they were talking about how – so obviously, well, I guess we'll just get out there. History Hyenas will be on next Tuesday's episode. Right. It's fucking crazy. Hilarious. It's awesome. Um, but we went on for an hour just like bam, bam, bam. And it was – they were both like, God, I'm fucking exhausted. I was like, thank God. Like, I am Yeah. Too. It's like – Takes it out of you. It's, yeah. it's exhausting. Again, it would be fun to tell it to a coal miner. I, I get that, all that. It's, it's silly, but it also is. And like sometimes when you leave work – it could be any job. When you leave work where your brain is on fire. Like I just need to chill for a minute. Right. And, and sometimes it's time on a Saturday. And like I don't want to go to the farm. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go to with your mom to lunch. I don't want – anywhere. It doesn't matter. It could be somewhere fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go to the Pats game. Like mm-hmm. I just want to chill and, and relax. And Have a beer. Go to my local spot. Like go for a drive. Like just not under your watch all the time. Mm-hmm. That doesn't. It doesn't always. It, it, I feel like girls are like if he's not with me, he's fucking somebody. <laughs> it's like there, there's a big in between where we might not be together. You might not know my whereabouts, and it's maybe something I don't want you to know. But it's also not something nefarious. It's not something like I'm. I'm not breaking rules. It's just like I wanna. There I, are so I, many. It, 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 I, you talk about how uh, people talk about you know the country's divided and all that. Is everything so divisive now? Where it's just like, I I can definitely be doing something you probably don't want to know about, but it's not the worst thing in the right. world. It's that's not it, the end of the. It's world. almost like uh, you know, like, let me see your text messages, and it's like no, it's like oh why? Like are you, are you cheating? It's like no, but there's other shit in there that yeah. like you might be offended by or don't, I don't want you to see. And it's like you know Tom Brady with the flake gate. Like I wasn't talking about the, the fucking bladed balls, but the shit you don't get to yeah. see, you know. I, and it's I think I honestly think that the answer is, you know if a girl's like let me tell me where you are or let me track you big like, 
okay, I will, but it, it's going to ruin our relationship. We're going to break up over this eventually. I think you still smart. want it. You still want it? Yeah, because I'm going to break pull up. the trigger. Yeah, you right. can track me for another three months before I break up with you, <laughs> or we can be happy together for years if you just don't fucking expect to track me. I mean, this shit is like Mission Impossible. Like, I swear to God, I think they would put like a chip under our skin if they could. It's nuts. Leave us alone. Are there any guys who track the girls? You think? Oh, definitely. Probably, right? Definitely. Yeah. You're a hey, fucking also, loser, you too, then. Out too. You fucking moron. Yeah, so I, you know, I don't want to just paint it as a girl thing. Anybody who wants to track their significant other, because like that's the difference, too. Like, girls track their friends for the worst-case scenario. Mm-hmm. Like They're not looking like, oh, my God, he's, he's at Brendan's apartment again on 31st <laughs> Street. You know what I mean? It's like they, they're just – as long as you're not dying, like you're good. Right. But that's not Wake what you're – you're not going to apply that to me. Are. Like everyone looks like they're home or right. friends. That's good. We're but right, that, right but you're not going to apply that to me. You're going to be like, well, why weren't you here? Why weren't you there? Yeah. It's like if you want to track my location to make sure I'm not getting murdered, fine. But you want to track my location because you can't like let me be alone for any moment. I also think the same thing about um, – having like all your money pooled together it's like i think if a guy wants to be able to like grab a hundred bucks to go like buy some weed like this guy and like that's gonna be scrutinized like you're gonna that you're gonna resent that girl and eventually dump her you know you have to have your own money and your own time and your own space last voicemail of the day before we get into jim gaffigan and doug smith what do we got nick hey guys this is marty uh big fan i saw the quick hypothetical i'm assuming you guys seen the movie richie rich so if you guys had like the money Richie Rich had, what fast food restaurant would you have in your house? Uh, thanks, guys. Viva. Great question. By the way, do you remember the movie Blank Check? Yeah. He wrote that check for like $1 million, million and he bought like everything in the world. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's not fast food, but ever since Tyrese and Aziz Ansari and them, having a Benihana in your house is the first oh, thing. Oh, yeah. So remember that? Yeah. I was it Tyrese's house? I think it was Tyrese's house. That's it that was fast and furious money, kid. Yeah. That's it was, crazy. Uh, Aziz was there and a couple of the stars, and they were playing like I, I woke up in my Bugatti or whatever. And yeah. Dancing, and the guy's <laughs> fucking hitting the, 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 the stove. That one is awesome. If we're talking just fast food, I mean, you got to let, – let's say pick one because if you – like which ones do you want? It's like, well, that's easy. You have yeah. Wendy's, McDonald's, Taco Bell. You have all your hits. So if you get one fast food restaurant in your house, which one is it? I think probably McDonald's. I think, I think that's not the sexy choice anymore. But I think I think it's good old fashioned America. I think that's the fastball. I also would maybe, by the way, maybe that's the problem. Like, maybe have a little foresight here and pick one that you don't love the most. Because if I got a McDonald's in my house, your boy's dead in like six months. (laughs) You know what I mean? So it's like I thought about maybe pick your your fourth favorite one because you know you won't eat it every day. But Chick Fil A would be nice because you can flex and be like Sunday Chick Fil A. Yeah, that's true. And also, you you could let gay porn companies film there. That'd be funny. Probably make a lot of money for uh, that. Yeah, big time. That's, that's I, maybe that's what I, I would I've do. I'm now for... taking it into my revenue. My like revenue. I'm I'm not making income out of my personal thing. And yeah, clean it up after. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm not clean up the cum. Yeah. yeah, you gotta clean up the cum. That's what, for sure. What maybe but. that's what I uh, for 24 hours. I would jump into the owner Chick Fil A and and open up Chick Fil A's on Sundays. For the gay porn, and then I get all the money. There's something there. I'll workshop that one. But yeah, Chick Chick Fil A is a is a good. But I mean, you know, most fries, a Big Mac, some burger. I mean, but I uh, all. But I I think my answer would be Taco Bell because I don't think I would eat that every single meal. But I if I could have a cheesy gordita crunch on deck whenever I wanted, that to me I think would be ideal. What what a what a uh, not inconvenience, but what an expense that would be. That fully functioning, like like how rich you have to be to have a fully function. I think to get even like a franchise, it's like 
I think it's like life savings to get one of those, right? Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, like two, the it's most, probably like two fifty. Person, yeah, it's like I think, I think it's like two hundred, two fifty to get a franchise on the ground, and then after that, like McDonald's, I saw the, the McDonald's movie. Uh, what was the one about Ray Kroc? Super, what the one about Ray Kroc that with? Um, oh yeah, I know what you're talking about, but I don't remember the name. But it was like McDonald's isn't a fast food company; it's a real estate company where it's basically uh, like they sell the land yeah. and then allow you to. Build a to build a McDonald's, McDonald's on there, yeah. Um, it's, it's a pretty interesting movie. Ray Kroc's a fucking piece of shit. Um, like anyone who's successful, yeah, yeah. Um, but the uh, but yeah, it would be just the expense to have like okay, we're oh, running to these, run it, yeah. yeah. Like we have three employees who just sit here, mm, basically ninety nine percent of the week, yeah. And right. once in a while, I come down to have a cheeseburger. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I think uh, I want just like like baby steps here. I just want the fountain soda machine. Yeah, that's a good Give one. me McDonald's Sprite <laughs> at my house. I don't even need the machine. I just need the Sprite. Just the one. That would be pretty fucking awesome. I saw like a meme today. It was like someone, it said, like someone inventing McDonald's Sprite, and it was uh, one of those cages of ice going into a fry machine. That's <laughs> <laughs> exactly what it's like, pouring liquid fire. I feel like that's such a, a weird novelty. If you have a house party, people show up, and you have a fountain soda machine, Everyone's oohing and on. Yeah, you know that's true. That's and true. I don't know if it takes all that much. I mean, you have to like, you probably have to like get wholesale like syrup delivered to your house or some shit. But I think it might be worth it. I might look into getting a, a fucking pound <laughs> of soda just, like, just for myself, just for Instagram videos. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, solid voicemails. Good episode, and it's about to get even better with the legend Jim Gaffigan and a all time story from Doug Smith. We alluded to both of these uh, interviews. Let's get right into him. Jim Gaffigan on KFC Radio is brought to you by Pass Pass. Now this, I mean, I've my, been hitting the gym as I you can know tell. You have, of course. Yeah. Yep, I have um, not been hitting the gym. I've been meaning to get back into it, I've been but I have the gym been eating so much, good. I still, just wear black on the days we're recording. <laughs> um, I've been eating good. I need to put together the gym thing. Fell off on my trainer. That's tough. A lot of it's hard to keep up with, but that's where Class Pass comes in in order to. Uh, to make you, you know, keep up with your goals. Uh, and the one thing that can kill your fitness goals in 2020 is boredom. Because if you go to the same gym I over and over I again. I strongly, as someone who has worked out. Strongly agree. I strongly agree. It's so much more fun to go when you're like, I'm doing something different today. Yeah. There's like, like I, I would pay fucking crazy money to go to like classes. Yeah. It's much easier to have this. Be like, oh shit, today we're doing fucking... Rose, today we're doing fucking, I don't know, Zumba, anything. today we're just, doing just anything something. That's different. And you know you're going to get a, a, probably a better work. Like, if I go to the gym for like an hour, I know I'm probably getting like 30% out of it. I you don't need know. someone yelling at you. Yeah, and you need someone who's like, we're here for one hour and you're paying for it, so like, don't you're not going to sit on your phone in between sets for seven minutes yeah. at a time. So doing the classes is definitely the way to like not be bored by it, not fall into the rut you don't go to the same gym. You don't do the same workout over and over again. Class Pass. It's an all-access membership to over how many? How many of the best gyms and fitness studios all over the world do you think you get access to with Class Pass? A hundred. One hundred. Yeah. Period. Like one zero zero. Yeah. Thirty thousand. What? You get access to thirty thousand of the best gyms and fitness studios all over the world. I was gonna say you were close. Four, to you were honest. close. Four. Oh, I feel like the gyms are big conglomerates. I feel like we're just part of big gym. Like, oh, owned by the same gym. 30,000, bro. You can go where you want, when you want, how you want. 
It's everything you need to make working out fun. You can try new workouts and studios without the commitment of going to a single gym. You don't have to overpay for like single one-offs. Like I'm here and it's like, okay, that's 50 bucks a, a, a class. They got something for everyone near your work, near your house, wherever you need it conveniently. Uh, monthly memberships to ClassPass start at just $15. So, I mean, I've, I've been paying for my gym membership for like $120 a month. That goes right in the garbage every time. I never use it. I don't do anything with it. This is just 15 and then I would get access to classes that would actually keep me going and and keeping me occupied and getting the best workout possible. I mean, ClassPass is the way to go. And you get your first month entirely free when you go to ClassPass.com slash New Year's. S on the end of New Year's. ClassPass.com slash New Year's. Try your first month for free. One more time. That's ClassPass.com slash New Year's. Let's talk to the legend, Jim Gaffigan. All right, we got the legendary Jim Gaffigan in studio. Uh, we appreciate you coming through. Uh, you are, you really are a legend. You're an all timer. So, oh, thanks. Uh, you made me cry today. Just get oh, that out of the way. That's all right. Yeah, we're, it's Troop Zero is what we're here promoting. Comes out oh. uh, January seventeenth on Amazon, and uh, I cried watching it today. Oh, that you know what? You're <laughs> yeah. not the first person to say that. Really? Well, that yeah, I, cried, I cried at work at this place of work where I will be belittled for crying, and I was still at my desk weeping. That's I tell you I think saying that at barstool takes a lot more bravery than people think. Oh, I I, you know ass- I, mean? I assure you that I, it's a, doing anything to like better yourself. Yeah, really is. Like, I've said that before. Do you care? Like, do you have like self help? You have emotions? Do you care about yourself? You're like, a loser. At, at this office, I hide when I take my multivitamin every day. Oh, like, and I'm de- I duck under my desk. And I'm just gonna pop it in. And like, I'd be like, does someone have a joint? But I'm like, hang on, this is a multivitamin. This is real. my Flintstone oh, over so here. <laughs> but listen, so that I mean, there's some heartfelt stuff in that movie, and and uh, that final scene, without spoiling it for anyone, is yeah. certainly emotional, and it's yeah. it's. Uh, you know, uh, your first couple forays into the world of movies seems to be going well. Oh, well, thanks. Yeah, no, it's, I mean, acting is so fun. It's just impossible to figure out how to get the jobs. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm spoiled. You know, stand-up, you come up with an idea, you can do it on stage mm-hmm. that night. You're acting, in control of it all you go yourself. in yeah. and you, you know, you'd like to be considered. You kind of prove that you're a good partner and stuff like that. But you got to be the right person for the right role. Now, would you say that you – because when you first went to New York, you were taking acting classes. Was that before stand-up or after stand-up? It was, it was before. I was, was doing before. improv and acting. So was, yeah. was stand-up the one that hit first? Or, yeah. Or you, totally. you wanted to be an actor, but stand-up just happened to hit first? Well, I would say technically um, – I mean, I don't know. Some people don't think commercials are real, but I I made my living as a commercial actor, and I had some sitcom shows before stand-up really took off. So, like, when I had my first comedy special on Comedy Central, uh, the USA Today listed me as sitcom actor. Oh, really? Uh, Does stand-up. But I had been doing stand-up for, you know, 15 years at that point. So So. the stand-up... You know, obviously takes off, and uh, we we've had the honor of talking to several comedians who I think are great, with uh, Nate Bargatze and Brian Regan and Jeff Foxworthy, who are you know quote unquote clean comics. Yeah. I feel like everybody, each of them, kind of had their own different reason for why yeah. they did it, and it sounds like you you used to let it fly, and then decided to take that out of your act. Yeah, I mean, some of it there's there's a bunch of reasons, but. Some of it was, uh, you know, in the – I would say the big picture is authenticity. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not to say I don't curse in everyday life, but I also am from a small town in Indiana where 
if you were cursing on stage, it would be kind of like, why are you doing that? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, did you stub your toe? <laughs> but then there was a practical reason. I started doing um, these sets, these multiple sets on uh, Conan O'Brien and Letterman, and you couldn't curse on TV. I like how you correct, like, you, like, added O'Brien, as if it could have been a different Conan. Yeah, no, like, I was on it Conan. was Conan, <laughs> the, Conan the Barbarian <laughs> Show. And, uh, no, was, and you couldn't curse, and so, like, I would look at my material, and I'd have to, like, rem- I didn't curse that much. Mm-hmm. I wasn't, like... Super filthy, but like there were network standards, mm-hmm. and removing the curse words made me realize that I was kind of not done with the joke anyway. Kind of like a crutch. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't like a huge crush, and I do think that, and I'm sure Nate and Brian would say this. Some of my favorite comedians are filthy. Yeah, it's and that's where it goes back to authenticity. That's you what, know, uh, where it's like yeah. As long as you're you know if, if you don't curse, don't curse. It's like you know, don't mean, force it one way or like, the other. Right. I don't want to hear Chris Rock or Lewis Black. Not curse. Mm-hmm. I want to mm-hmm. hear them curse. Yeah. Right. And uh, and also it's like what kind of works for you. Like I'm, you know, I, you know, I, I have anger. But like if I'm angry on stage, it's not as funny as like when, say, Louis Black is angry sure. on stage. Do you think you're drawn to them because of the difference? Like like there, I feel like in pro sports a lot, there'll be – you know, professional baseball players who are like, I don't like baseball. I prefer to go home and watch football because I do this all day. That's right. like my lane. Do you think like like I'm a clean comic? I like to see someone really go off. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's you know when you've done stand up, you know you do it for ten years. You consume so much of it that I would say Nate and Brian are two of my favorites. But some of it is I don't think it has so much to do with the cursing. It has to do with um, the individual kind of point of view. Like, I yeah. think that Brian's point of view and and Nate's and David Tell's point of view is very unique. And some of it is maybe because I know these people that I can even appreciate it more. But it doesn't matter if it's cursing or... I mean, you know, Subject like... Matter. I, I, you know, I, I find it very interesting to watch someone like Carrot Top. You know, I mean, I think yeah. it's like, you know, like we go through like this purity test of what is... What is art or what is this? Mm-hmm, and it's mm-hmm. like you do it long enough and you're like, it's just about whether it's funny or not. Yeah. Amen. I, I, funny I, is funny. It doesn't matter yeah, if you that, say fuck or not. Like it, it's, yeah. it's just make people laugh. That kind of reminds me of a story. I think it was I, – I forget if I'm getting it wrong. But I believe it was Andy Samberg and Bill Hader were both in an elevator up to their SNL auditions. And Samberg had a ton of props and Hader had none. And in Hader's head, he was like, oh, shit. Was I supposed to have props? This, I mean, this is going to be a disaster for me. And in Sandberg's head, he like, was this like, guy doesn't even need I'm anything. such an idiot. Yeah. What the hell am I doing oh, with yeah. props? And they both work and out they both perfectly work fine. Because yeah. you're right. Funny is funny. Yeah. And it is – it's such a journey. And also it changes too. You know, it's – I was just watching. I had my kids – this makes me sound like I'm forcing them. <laughs> I had my kids for, – for an unspecified reason. I had my kids watch like my first TV set. <laughs> <laughs> Laugh at daddy. Sit down. <laughs> You're learning. No, it was for something else. And, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and my voice was different. So like – well, my, uh, like, I, I, I think your you voice is listen. very important. I mean, obviously the like hot like, pocket voice, but even listen, just your talking voice. If it's... you guys listen to like an early, how long have you guys been doing this? Like eight years. Seven eight years. years. So, like, if you listen to when you guys first did it, 
you sound, sound different. different. Yeah. I've, I've never listened once. Yeah. <laughs> there's going to be a comfort that develops <laughs> yeah. that is just different. Mm. And I think, um, well, for me, it's like I had probably been doing stand-up five years at that point. And I did. I was like, ah, yeah. You know, like yeah. I manufacture energy. Was that when you finally hit that groove of the that voice and, yeah. the, and the high pitch and the hot yeah. pocket stuff, that's – you know, how intentional is that? How much did you realize the crowd respond to that? I'm going to work that in, or that was just kind of. It's your... so you know, it's like I'm... it's so brilliant. It's so simple, but it's so oh, funny thanks. and brilliant. I, I just you know, I tried forever to figure it out, and um, I struggled and dealt with a lot of frustration. Kind of when I let go, and I'm like, all right, it's not gonna. Like I was the last one of my group of friends to get a late night show i was the last one to i never got the montreal comedy festival all these things and when i kind of and i had a lot of anger about it and when i finally decided all right i guess i'm just going to be the weird uncle who lives in a dirty apartment in new york that's when (laughs) things started there you go that's unbelievable i mean (laughs) <laughs> to to think that you were like the last, and I'm sure yeah. you know you no, it was went like, to hyperdrive after that, and yeah, it's uh, you know it's weird because I'm definitely somebody who I always feel like I try harder than anyone, but like there's some things you can't control. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a lot of things you can't control. <laughs> well, I mean, I I did read an article uh, that said. Uh, from Forbes, which is always a good sign when you're in Forbes, mm-hmm. saying you made $30 million betting on yourself. So I think it worked, dude. I think <laughs> yeah, well, uh, <laughs> you paid off. Yeah, no, it's – I mean, those Forbes numbers are never exact. But, you <laughs> well, know. it's probably more like 50 or 60, right? <laughs> yeah. No, but no, it's like – it's weird because it's – it's weird because, like, the Forbes thing is strange because in a way, uh, you know, if you knew me, you'd be like, I can't believe he would ever – because you can, like, intentionally say, I no, I made one. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, I can. You know, or I made nothing. But the thing is, is also, this is a business, and there's nothing flashy about me. There's nothing <laughs> sexy about Jim Gaffigan. So it's, like, one of those things where I don't like being on the list, but I also, you need people to yeah. You want to show I've been successful. I've Absolutely. got some success. So it's a strange thing. Because no, you don't want to come across as bragging or, all or of flashy it on money. It but feeds it itself, yeah. you know, so you have to like – so someone's like, all right, there's – like the entertainment industry is very much you have to show me exactly what you do. Mm-hmm. is really risk averse. So like your show, very successful. You can't go into a room if you guys didn't have your track record and mm-hmm. say, hey, we're going to be really successful. They'd be like, sure you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But this now, is- at this point, you guys can go, these are our numbers. This yeah. is what we do. So and so I- you have to show them. This, pl- uh, it kind of reminds me, what you're saying here, it kind of reminds me of um, one of the lines you had in one of the articles we read where you said, uh, the entertainment industry is an ice house. Oh, and so you're always building your next yeah. one. Yeah. And you also talk about how things are different now. Do you like, – like, is there anything that scares you? Is there anything you won't take a four into? Like, are you on TikTok? Are you – is there, I, I mean, is there a part I'm on you, TikTok, but I don't know how it works. Right. Yeah. Well, you like – so but you like – you said you don't think anyone tries harder or you, you do try hard. Yeah. And so there's there, – you're not like, I'm too old. I'm too successful for that. I'm on that too? No, no. I believe it's all fleeting. Yeah. And I also – I mean, I – you know, I could totally nerd out, but I think it's – Please You do. know, I – you know, I think that culturally we change every decade, and I think our sense of humor changes, and you have to always be responding. and 
and um, you know, like shows that were super, you know, like Friends and Seinfeld, they transcend and they yeah. carry on. But like, there were number one shows that people were like not interested. No, in. yeah. And <laughs> so you have to constantly be, you know, improving. And when I said like the ice houses, is that you know you can have status. But it's not a foregone conclusion. So, like, when I started stand-up, or even when I was halfway through, you know, doing stand-up for 12 years, like, the uh, the notion was you do one special, one comedy special. Like, Dennis Leary did a comedy special that changed his career. And that worked in that era. Mm. But, like, if someone does, if, you know, Nate Bargazzi's special was great, but, like, He's got to do another one. Yeah, mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. it's changed. Never stops. Plus, you know how things are. I mean, you've got a, a thousand kids to take yes, care I of, do. and so <laughs> you know do. when you made yeah you made thirty million dollars, but you know your bills are probably twenty nine. Yes, <laughs> so exactly. You, you, I didn't realize you live in New York. I live in New York. I, yeah, yeah, and you have five children. Five children. I mean, you have to make a billion dollars, Jim. Like, <laughs> right? I mean, no, I have two, it's... and I can't imagine two and a half times that. I. It's it's pretty it's insane. How old are your kids? Uh, four and two. It gets worse. Yeah, <laughs> I can imagine. It I gets imagine. so well. I'll tell you how expensive. it gets worse when you have two kids. When you have three more, you lunatic. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, you guys insane. are crazy. It's insane. <laughs> and the it's the like, bit you do about and then the you drowning go on vacation. Oh, it's like I, insane. You put them all in the on a plane and fly somewhere together. Yeah, I mean, that's it's insane. <laughs> but that's also. Well, I mean, what's the goal here, Jim? Are you like farming? Are you are you are you outsourcing your work to them? How many? What, what, no, I what mean, do you need them I, for? I love. Uh, you know, it kind of even goes back to where I was like, I realized I was, or I thought I was just going to be the weird uncle that lived in a filthy apartment. <laughs> is that it? Is the creative fulfillment? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, don't you feel like there's always this balance between other people's expectations or your ego? And what you really want to do? Mm-hmm. Hell I mean, you yeah! You guys have a, you guys have success. You have a good life, but then there's always people like, what else? Yeah, what else? Yeah, yeah. And you can't get distracted by that, right? You have to be focused on what is kind of rewarding to you. And so for me, it's like writing stand up, being in movies. Like there's no mo- money in movies. <laughs> like, you know what I mean, I literally lose money when I do a movie, and so. But it's it's creatively rewarding, right? And and I really do enjoy playing these different characters, but um, that's why I love stand up. It's like you you write, uh, you know, every year or so you come up with a new hour of material. It's it's incredibly rewarding. I mean, the audience likes it, but it's like as personally. a creative person, you're creating something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, uh, one of the reviews from American Dreamer was putting you up there with. Marriage Story and Adam Driver, oh, yeah. and I mean, so you're you know you're doing you're doing the movie thing pretty damn well too. Oh, well, so, uh, an incredible career in both fields, and it's amazing that you came through here. So go check out Troop Zero on uh, Amazon on January seventeenth, and obviously all of his specials. It made and, me cry. I mean, yeah. I cry a lot. You don't know that about me, probably. I'm a big cry. It's not that big of an honor. Well, <laughs> well, it's like I, I it's just I went through a phase probably like last year where I was like I was like crying at commercials, but I'm all, I'm out of that phase. That, now. I think you, you're going through menopause. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, and you know what, by the way? There's a lid for every pot. I think Jim Gaffigan is pretty sexy to a lot of people, so don't sell oh, yourself short, okay? That's, that's very nice. <laughs> well, like you're here. So wait, we just we just found out that fountain soda machines cost $250, but then maybe it's like the ingredients? Well, that can't cost that much. Yeah, I, I'm looking at it. It seems like 
pretty real. But I guess you know the problem has got to be getting like the syrup sent to you because I feel like Coke wouldn't like because then you can like I don't know you could like bootleg your Coke. You know right. what I mean? So how do I get access to that if you're not like a McDonald's franchisee? That's the real problem. Yeah, I think we'll have to look at it a little more. But if we can get one here, we should just get one in the studio. Absolutely. Even if it doesn't have all like the special, you know what I mean? It doesn't have to be perfect. But yeah. yeah. 75 bucks for a box, which the boxes are And it's like, like Coca-Cola syrup or something? Or just like yeah, soda I, syrup? I looked up Sprite. Yeah. I mean, buy it right now. Go, 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 go. <laughs> Jim Gaffigan was uh, an absolute delight. And... I just want to, I, I, he's my hero. Like, I want to be him now. Like, I, I, I was so blown away by how, um, like, I would have guessed that he's such a family man, seems so old school, very openly is like, I'm not sexy or whatever. I would not have guessed that he's as, like, progressively thinking about his career as he is, where he's yeah. like, like, the fact that he, he was like, I'm not doing much on TikTok, but the fact that he's on TikTok, like, and he was like, you know, that, that line about everyone, everyone's house in Hollywood is, a uh, house made from ice that's melting, so build your next one. Like, if I'm him and I made $30 million last year, and I'm, all, I'm, I'm good, you yeah. know? And the fact that he's still on his grind, it just show, it goes to show that to be that successful, you have to have another gear where you just always go, 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 go. Yeah. But, I, I actually, I, I regret it. I, I was kicking myself all night. I said, like, like, do you ever think I'm too old or too successful to do something? I didn't mean to say too old. I, I, I like, get in my own head about interviews a lot. Oh, I didn't even. Yeah. I, like, I meant to be, like, I wouldn't, too I didn't notice established. Yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. But then I was like, fuck, I called them old. That's no, I would. I, 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 pro- I usually would notice if you, I would have been like, oop, that was the way to do it. I didn't even notice that one. I, I, I just feel there like was, he. Like, in, that, in that, you know, to end this with kind of how we started it, in that GQ article on Larry David, it was, like, talking about how he's. You know he's he he loves when you come at him and he busts his balls, but he's also just a little sensitive, like everyone yeah, is. Right? Yeah, yeah. And it was like the things that would like end a scene, because it's all improv. The things that would like end a scene would be like someone called Larry Old, like you old fucking asshole. And it'd be like uh, that's he, it. He said like that would cut to him. He's, really? He's, old, he's okay with it now, but right, there was a time when he just looked older than he was. That was his kryptonite. Yeah, yeah. and that would like piss him off. How it, old it is be, he? It would only be like guest stars. He's like seventy five. Yeah. That David makes sense, but, he, but he's looked that way for a, a while, so I could see right, it being yeah, like... Right, yeah, he's looked, his, he he looked, looked exactly like he, he did 35. in 2001. Yeah, 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 so, so I could see that definitely cutting. I, I, I would just... The, the, I think the, my biggest takeaway from Jim Gaffigan was when we were discussing that he made $30 million last year, and you could tell he was a little uncomfortable about that number being out there because yeah. it was up to him to put it out there. And I think both of us struggle with definitely like, even taking a compliment but like putting our own out there being like we fucking got this many downloads or sold this much or did this many tickets and like as uncomfortable as that is and i feel like i'm worried about people thinking i'm arrogant or whatever like it's important to do it sometimes because mm-hmm. like if you're you know i, I the, what's the old like the old corny adage like you know if you don't believe in yourself or you don't like your own material like who, who, uh, why would someone else you know that's i think i said this before when i was i got one of the first times i can remember like getting in trouble i was with my mom voting and I was talking about how if I ever ran for political office, I was like, I wouldn't vote for myself, which is yeah, probably like, a pretty strong foreshadowing. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, the, the writing was on the wall a long time ago. And she was She's like, like what's wrong with you? Like, you're the only person you know who will vote for you. Yeah. Like, I'm just pile on I qualified. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't even convince yourself to vote, how are you going to convince someone else? But, yeah, it's true. It's like you got to – because, you know, no one else is worried, thinking about how much money you're making. And if you got to, like – you know, money is a little bit different. You don't want to be an hour. You don't want to be an asshole talking about what you're making, but you have to let people know when you're fucking killing it in order to like 
get the you know get to that next step or whatever. It's such a fine line. I don't know how I would do it, but like it's just a reminder that if I ever have a chance to put, uh, I made thirty million dollars out there that I just do it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk to Doug Smith to wrap up today's monster episode. Like I said, all episode long, one of the best stories you've ever heard, and kind of just a like a. This is such a funny dynamic because the story is pretty dark and pretty scary, yet he's laughing and smiling, and he said it's the best thing that's ever happened to him. Yeah, so. he said right away. He's like, that's the best thing that's ever happened All-time tale from Doug Smith. Let's wrap it up today. See you guys next week on KFC Radio. All right. Uh, KFC Radio, we got Doug Smith in the building, a uh, funny New York City comedian. He's got a comedy album out now. We appreciate you coming through, man. What's going on? Thank you, man. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Uh, we were just kind of talking about uh, some of the New York City lifestyle homeless people around big city i mean when you're i feel like if you're a new yorker there is uh just like material all around you at all times yeah yeah i feel like i'm getting less now because i got a car a couple months ago and i drive everywhere so i'm kind of you drive isolated where, in my where fucking you box i took the train today and it was like it was almost like a novelty i was like this is nice <laughs> take a little snooze uh i live in uh, i live in park slope and you drive everywhere, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess I was, I was a, a little dog walker yeah. for 13 years. You make bank so doing I'm that, though, no? done walking. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know that was a profession 13 years ago. Yeah, You must yeah. have been like an OG I was one. one of the OGs. You yeah, invented yeah. it. Now they're, like, now they're diamond. Were you, were you one of those guys walking like 20 at a time, making tons of cash? No, I was a terrible dog walker. <laughs> the fact that I made it 13 years without getting fired or sued is amazing. So well, that that's like, I mean, I don't have a dog, but I mean... Like you had like a key to everyone's house. You just yeah. go in, you yeah. pick up their it dog. Like a prison warden, you just got a big keychain. <laughs> it it is. It is kind of a weird thing. It's it's almost similar to Uber, where it's like, yeah, I'll just get in the car with this stranger, and it'll go fine. Yeah. Yeah. Like, sure, I'll I'll pay this person to be able to get into my house. Like, mm, right. It's surprising I, that more shit doesn't happen. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or like, or like, what it? what about it? You just kidnap dogs, just like you know. I'm gonna sell this dog on the black market. You're gonna come home, your dog's gonna be gone. How fucking much could you make doing that? You could make more robbing the house. I imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you, it's you more just you know, just little things you get away with, like taking naps or <laughs> taking food out of the fridge or fridge. Jerk, I, I leave everything. Jerking off with a pair of panties on your head, you know. <laughs> Whatever gets you through the day. <laughs> How much did you charge? Uh, I mean, my prices escalate. It's, I think I started out at like fifteen dollars for yeah. a half hour walk, and then by the time I was done, it was like. 22 for half yeah, yeah you I paid 20 you crazy and be bank. like this is fucking too much but yeah, like what yeah. am I gonna do here you know right you but the s- amount of clients s- that I had that thieves would, <laughs> that would give me that would leave a key for me with a doorman without having ever met me or like yeah uh, yeah it was insane no vetting the level no screening no yeah. yeah yeah I always think about that like even with like we have like um like not a maid but you know like a cleaner comes to the house like once a month or whatever it is and every time I leave I'm like you gonna do it this time? Like, I feel like yeah. this is the one. Like, it's the same guy every time, and I'm like, I don't know. I just, I feel like you're gonna rob me. Well, if you're smart, point, <laughs> I'm just leaving you alone in my house. You'd be a fool not to rob. If you're me. smart, yeah, yeah, you yeah. do it like subtle. It's like when you bring your clothes to like the laundromat and they just steal like one shirt at a time. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, they didn't really rob me. It's like they're just slowly robbing you. If you're smart about it, you could get away with it for 13 years, like <laughs> <Yeah>. a thug. <laughs> you know what's crazy? Stuff. We have a, we have a cleaning lady too, and my wife's. Uh, wedding ring she'd put it in a in a in the in the jewelry box in her drawer and for like two months it was gone and she thought she was like the she thought the cleaning lady stole it but she wasn't sure she was like maybe i left it somewhere so she didn't want to confront her on her uh, confront her on it we're talking like the engagement ring like the rock like the no just like like the the wedding band band. yeah and then two months later it was back in the fucking box 
Just wanted to borrow it for a bit. I don't know. Isn't that crazy, though? <laughs> that's. Like, I think that's a did, great way did, to do did it. Did she ever like turn up the heat and like you know maybe like insinuate something to, to the to the maid and no. then she put it back? It just she never it was did. gone and then yeah. it came back. Yeah. And you don't think it, it was, was me the whole time? <laughs> well, 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 do you think that it's possible? Well, I guess it would be different if it was like The Rock because I always think it's very funny that we we buy engagement rings for girls and like I mean. When I bought, I'm divorced now, but like my my wife left her phone somewhere every single time. She was always losing something. She was always like, but but we're willing to take tens of thousands of dollars, put it on your ring and yeah. on your finger, and you guys take care of it. Yeah. It's like I'm surprised it doesn't you don't lose it or get stolen more often. The band is a different story, right? But I feel like maybe if she lost it and then she found it, and she just put it back and was like, "Honey, it's, it's back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it wasn't. It wasn't gone. Don't worry." <laughs> That's yeah, it's it's surprising you don't hear about more women getting robbed of their engagement. I mean, at, you know, because so you know how there's late like, night on the subway, like you're drunk yes. and it's just like, bam, bling, like couple carrots on your finger. It's there's just a dude walking around off. with a pair of hedge trimmers, <laughs> <laughs> little cigar cutter, yeah. <laughs> chop those fingers off. Yeah, man, I've always thought that it's crazy. Here, just take like th- what do they say a third of your salary or whatever it is, three months yeah. salary, and uh, good luck. Like, don't fucking. <laughs> and then when I got it, when I got the insurance, and I realized you can get it insured for like a decent chunk more, I was right, like, well, right. now I'll go lose that shit. <laughs> now, yeah. now you have free. Yeah, now, free now I'm, gonna, yeah. I'm gonna propose like on a boat or like over on the dock, where you can fall. Yeah, absolutely. We'll go deep sea diving. I propose. Oh shit! Look, it's gone. It's gone. Yeah, you tell the captain, head into the storm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I. Uh, I know you've probably told it a zillion times, but somebody did send me the uh, the, the YouTube link, the, the the segment, the bit you did about uh, the scar on your face. Ah, uh, yeah, got it. And I, I mean, I'm sure you know it, it's it's a hell of a fucking story. That I mean, it's the, you you have you have the greatest story ever, really. I mean, it's you know obviously it's scary and whatnot, but no, it's the best thing that ever happened to me. <laughs> yeah, not, right. even, not even. I'm lying. happy. I'm happy you can say it that way because I'm a like, much needed career boost. Yeah, I mean uh, it's it's the best cocktail <clears throat> story, the happy hour story, busting your balls with your friends story, and it's got to be incredible material for you. So I mean, I don't if you you could recap it or retell it in in the best way. Um, I feel like it is one for the fucking record books, man. <laughs> Um, yeah, basically it was like, it's 2011. So what is that? Nine years ago now. So I was in, the, I was leaving, um, cabin, which was a, a bar on, I don't know if you guys remember, it was a bar on second Avenue. They used to do a comedy show there. A weekly comedy show it was like one of the, you know, it was like a big weekly show. What, so what comics used to hang out there all the time. It was on second and like fourth street. Okay. So, so I was leaving cabin. It was like a Thursday night at like 10 o'clock and I was headed back to Brooklyn, go down to the station and there was a woman screaming, and I turned. And there was a guy that had her like pinned against the wall, and he was basically he was punching her in the face, like trying to rip her clothes off. And nobody was doing anything. Oh, there, was, I was like, gonna say there was other people around. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not it's that a busy late. station. Really? No, yeah, I thought it was gonna be like station. you know three a.m. and it was like an empty uh, yeah. platform because that's crazy. Like, yeah, ten p.m. Right, rape right. attempt, and and nobody's doing anything. Nobody's doing anything. Everybody's just blown past i don't know if they thought they were a, a couple or what but i was like <laughs> they're into okay. some kinky that shit it's okay like what are you gonna do like, <laughs> they'll work it out she deserved it <laughs> so i uh i yelled some shit out to him and he you know several times and he saw i wasn't going anywhere so he let her go she went running out of the station and you're are you like in close proximity at this point we're about uh, like from here to i mean 
you know. Yeah, no, but you're close. Like 20, 25 feet away from Because that would have been like a basketball court <laughs> way being like, stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't do that. What I actually said, and this is in the bit too. I know it sounds like a joke. What I actually said is, hey, buddy, that's a lady. That's what I said to the guy. <laughs> thinking that was going to be the. Yeah, I didn't recognize Like he's going to be like, oh, shit, you're right. <laughs> I didn't think about it. Who says chivalry's dead? Doug's out here repping for the ladies. <laughs> yeah. That's somebody's daughter, pal. <laughs> <laughs> so he finally let her go, and then he came at me. I had never been in a fight in my life, so I was, I was amped. You know, I was like, yeah. this is it. What better time than now to lay this guy out? So I stepped in and swung on him, and I was still like eight feet away when I swung on him. So just like oh, just whipped, <laughs> swinging a miss. Then he is he a big in. guy? No, but pretty much like the exact same okay, size. Fair as fight, me. Yeah, yeah, like five, ten and a half, right. one fifty. Right. So I swung on him. He stepped in. I thought punched me. I came back, kicked him in the stomach. He went running out of the station, and then I turned to get on the train, and a woman stopped me. And she said, you have a massive laceration on your face. <laughs> a, lot very, a lot of very sim- silly terminology used on this night. <laughs> Something was in the air. So then I looked down, and there was just blood just pouring down my jacket. Yeah, shit, and I didn't feel anything because, you know, your adrenaline's pumping. <clears throat> so it turns out this guy had a uh, razor blade in his hand that I couldn't see. Yeah. I just thought he punched me. So I had blood pouring down my, my jacket. She grabbed a wad of napkins, stuck it on my face. She was like, come on, let's go up to the street. I mean, call she's a hero, too. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, I see someone bleed on the subway. I'm getting off that car. <laughs> Good luck with that one. Um, so, yeah, there was like 20 <laughs> cops on the scene within minutes. Yeah. Ambulance took about. And you're, but you're like at the next stop at this point? Cause like the, or, or she no, said, no, like, I yeah, never you, got you on got the train. train. This, yeah, this yeah, was just in the station, okay. yeah. Okay. What about the girl? Did she just run away or she stayed? She ran away, but there was another girl that he punched like a couple minutes before i got down there so she was out on the street crying and i was like what's was this this guy was on a real tear today so we both testify you know we both gave a description of the cops yeah and um uh they whisked me off to the in an ambulance to the hospital and we had to go they caught him like three days later outside the same station his only priors were uh public intoxication had no Violent Not history violent, yeah. at all. Shit. So then we, um, me and this other girl went to the police station, picked him out of out of a lineup. I had to testify against him. That was the scariest part. Oh was God. was yeah. sitting in a you know on the witness stand, being like, "That's the guy," and him just this cold, dead stare. Yeah. You don't know who he knows <laughs> yeah, or whatever. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Shit. That's fucking wild. I mean, we, I we, can't believe the girl has never come forward because I I saw this bit. Kevin like intentionally didn't watch it. I wanted he to wanted hear it from you. Yeah, yeah. I saw this. I saw it years ago and thought it was so funny. And I was like, I can't believe because it went like. I mean, it's a funny fucking story. It's told <laughs> yeah, yeah. in a funny it's, manner. It's funny that it's funny, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, that's the first thing I, as I was standing there just bleeding out. I thought, well, I better get a, at least another ten minutes out of this. As <laughs> <laughs> you know? we we were thinking yeah. that yesterday, we were like, did you have the the? Because that we always say, you know, when any uh, anything bad happens to us, we're like, wow, but it's gonna make right. for a great story. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. pretty extreme though. But even in the moment, you were sure. like, yes, yeah. <laughs> Just making mental notes of everything. Yeah. Hang on, like they're, they're trying to stitch you up. Like I get my iPhone notes <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Gotta write down those punchlines. Sorry, Doc. The um, but so the girls never come forward. I feel like that's. I mean, like if I, I saw it years ago or I don't know, a long time ago, and it was like I feel like it's really really popular. I'm surprised that the girl wasn't like, oh yeah, I was there that night getting punched I, in the face. Right? By the guy. Are I you mean, mad? I'd be furious. Yeah. Did, you, well, did you get a thank to you? To tell you the truth, to tell you the truth, this is this is uh you know pre uh, me too movement that this this all happened so when i used to tell you know i started telling the story immediately after it happened right. i mean it was even more 
the scar on my face was even more visible. Yeah. So I kind of had to talk about it for a while. And the way I used to end the joke was, uh, or or the story, I used to say, you know, the girl I jumped in to help, she never came forward, never filed a police report or anything. So uh, if ever I see her in the street, I'm going to punch her in the face. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But, you know, I can't really do that these days. Not anymore. Um, Not anymore. And it would actually get a huge, even from girls, it would last. Because it's almost almost like you've earned the right to say that, you know. You could, like in, in a comedy club, could get away with that. Yeah. I wouldn't say it on a, like a podcast. Bring it back. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> how many how many stitches was it? Uh, Twenty three. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a bouncer at a bar when I went to college in Fordham. Suits was his name, and he had a scar from ear to mouth, like yeah. gang related. Same thing, razor blade sliced yeah. like his whole face. I'll be on like right, hundred right. stitches. Yeah, but that the razor blade man. And so you were like so adrenaline pumping. You you didn't even realize you thought he got punched. Yeah, I had no idea. We talk yeah. all the time about. You know, when we lay in bed at night, we can't go to sleep. We think about two things. One, if I was ever to make it to like late night, the, the, the Tonight Show, what would be my you know little bit? And two, right. if shit ever goes down and it's time to be like last action hero, like what what would you do? You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And my, my real honest answer is, I would probably be like I said, like don't do that. You know, right. I, I hate I hate to say that I'd probably be more of the guys looking, being like, what the fuck do we do? Yeah, than yeah the yeah. guy who sprung into action. But I mean, you're a fucking hero, dude. I feel well, like that. I wouldn't more... do it. <laughs> That one in particular, did you think of yourself at, like, did you, it, if you were ever thinking about it, would you like, I'd be the guy to stop something? Like, no. Were, and were it, you like uh, honestly, Mark I'd... Wahlberg, like 9-11 would have gone down differently <laughs> kind of deal? <laughs> I, uh, no, I never, you know, I'm a very non-confrontational person. Yeah. Like I said, I'd never been in a fight before then. But I didn't even think twice about it at the time. It's just yeah, like, you know, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I know I'm not one, a tough guy, but that's extreme. so extreme. That yeah, it's like, like, this girl's going to like fucking die or something. Like, we ha- you know, someone's got to step yeah. up. But I also do say too, like I'm never gonna until I'm in the in those shoes. I don't know how I'm gonna react. So I, I'm not gonna say that I'm fucking Schwarzenegger. You know what right. I mean? Chances are. Well, the would... good thing is now that I did that once, now I can just totally puss out anytime I see anything <laughs> else going on. I so, see women getting punched in the face all the time now. <laughs> <and I'm> like, <laughs> Sorry, I'm not gonna make that. Did my time. Yeah. I'm gonna make that I got, I got my fucking purple heart. I'm out. <laughs> I got mugged once uh, at at school, and uh, it was me, this other dude, and a girl. And this guy runs up behind us, and um, he grabs her, and he's like a young kid, and he had like a little gun, and he's like, "Give me all your money." And this girl I'm with is she's from Boston, thick accent, total like booze bag and like kind of a bitch <laughs> and she was on the verge of dropping a racial slur she yeah. was like you n-. and i was like no 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 and so i kind of like yelled at her and then he like turned his attention to me and i was like oh fuck i should have just let her say it <laughs> <laughs> like next thing i know i got a gun in my neck i'm like well i don't even really know this girl that well fuck what am i doing here <laughs> last time i ever stick my neck out literally but yeah man that's that's uh i mean <laughs> I guess it's I, – I would be – not that I would become a tough guy or anything, but it. I think I would carry myself differently thinking like when shit went down, I stepped up. Yeah, yeah. It's it's weird to see other guys on the tr- on the train or walking around with a similar scar. You kind of give each <laughs> other nod. a little, you know. The yeah. Jeep wave. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's up, boys? <laughs> you said How'd that – yeah. right, yeah. I was uh, I was reading an article about you that was um, – where you said you, you find yourself in a similar situation again where it was like you had more heightened sense. Did that? You, you said there was. I think it was like an eye on the train. It was like punching the windows and stuff. And, oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, go ahead. I'm I'm sorry. I, I was going to ask if that if that <clears throat> contributed to a car. 
or was yeah, that I'm, I'm done with the fucking train? <laughs> like, like another situation where you're making a, a, an impromptu <laughs> shank. You know, I'm gonna get a car. <laughs> Just gotta get in my Prius, and not yeah, deal with suppose, any of this. I suppose that must have added yeah. to things. But yeah, people you, people would ask me all the time, like, "Do you have like PTSD?" I was down in the same subway station, like literally two weeks later. Yeah, you know, I I. I I'm at the scene of the crime all the time. I used to I used to like walk past and see if I could see any of the blood, blood splatters. Yeah. They, they clean <laughs> it up pretty so quick. it doesn't affect no, you. No. But I, I mean I think you're did. probably a crazy person. <laughs> <laughs> so the term sociopath overused these days, but I think you're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but it did it did make me yeah, it did make me more like hyper vigilant of my surroundings. So then I did uh, I actually did like three episodes of a, a web series kind of based on that hypervigilance where it's like, you know, this happened to me. Ever since then, I've found myself fashioning weapons out of inanimate <laughs> yeah. objects. Yeah. <laughs> so I did this web series called Secret Weapon where I'm basically like an urban urban survival expert teaching people how to like bop their way through the city with like that's improvised a, weapons. It's a very useful tool. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> on, a, on, a, on a more like, you know, not weaponry level, but teaching people just how to like walk and yeah. operate and move and like not get you know not get in the way and not get in trouble it's, right you can you can spot them a mile away when they're out of their element in this yeah, yeah, yeah. let me ask you a question now that you're driving uh do you know and check the price of gas no i have My no idea Thank the price you. of gas Thank tolls you. none of that shit not uh, easy pass doesn't that's not real like uh, pfft. That's not I, – no. I can drive over the bridge for free. That's, yeah, that that yeah. money does not count. I said the other day, uh, I was like, I don't I don't know what the price of gas is because I, I have to pay it. So, like, whatever right. it is. And I just got, like, shamed to the fucking moon that I was like, oh, you're poor shaming or whatever. I was like, fuck <laughs> off. So I'm happy to hear someone else in this city who drives is just like, yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, if you have Fill a car, you just have to surrender to the fact that you're going to get – Could be two, three, four, five, I don't know. Totally screwed left and right yeah, across fine. the board. Yeah. yeah. Small price to pay. Uh, so you got this comedy album out, yep. which I, I I was under the impression that was kind of like a, a thing of the past, but I guess it's still. I know, was too, man. I yeah. I you know I'd watched all these friends of mine release albums over the years and thought like, who the fuck is buying out? Like, what what the, yeah. what a waste I mean, of like, time. I remember you know? the you know the Adam Sandler type of albums, right, right. Um, but that was really kind of where I thought it you know peaked and then stopped. But sure. Um, Happy to hear it's still kicking, still going. Yeah, and, and then I started finding out it's not it's not even necessarily that people buy albums anymore. They don't. So like when when you're about to release it, you know the the record label encourages you to be like, "Hey, uh, available for pre order today." And it's like, who's pre? I haven't even bought anything on iTunes <laughs> since 2009. You know, though I don't even know what a pre order is. <laughs> but you got to do all this horse shit, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. promotional stuff. <laughs> um, but it's it's not even necessarily that people are buying albums. It's just that. They listened. The uh, Sirius XM has so many comedy channels, and they play it on there. Mm. And then Pandora, which is another thing that I thought was a thing of the past. Yeah. Pandora is the biggest hub for stand-up comedy listeners. No shit. Yeah, isn't that insane? I would have never guessed that. Good yeah. to know. So pa- between Pandora, Spotify, and XM, uh, I was talking to all these all these comics uh, comic friends of mine that were making decent money like paying their rent each month off of these album shit. streams and and you know plays off of, of Sirius so I thought well shit I've been doing this for 10 years so might as well unload all this shit and so is it collect uh, myself. is it just like recordings from you on stage or is it like something you sit down and record separately like for this album uh, so I did like an actual album recording at, at yeah. Union Hall in Brooklyn I did two shows 
So I just did so you know, like an hour. How many, one how many night songs, or two nights. On it, songs are on it? Uh, 14. 14? Acoustic folk rock you songs. You got to do, you gotta <laughs> cut them in, you gotta do the Drake. Yeah, you, Drake, you get three Drake albums out of that. like 40 songs yeah. because it like pumps the streaming numbers and then like that rockets. I've learned uh, a little yeah. bit about how to you game I'll, that I'll tell you off air. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit how to game <laughs> we got, we the recording system. Here. I bet the right record labels don't know. Uh, yeah. Merch <laughs> pumping also. Absolutely. Buy yeah. this t-shirt, you get the album free. Guess what? Up the charts. <laughs> Travis Scott did that one. <laughs> you see what French Montana's doing? No. He's just straight up hacking. People, uh, French Montana put out that song. Remember, we interviewed him to to promote it. It was him, Cardi B, and another like monster Isn't act. Rick Ross? Yeah, and I was like, like this is gonna be a smash, and it wasn't. And all of a sudden, it's like top of the charts. And if you Google, if you search on Twitter now, there's a million people being like, I lost like all like all my previously listened, and it's just this French Montana song. Like a ton of people complaining that it's just like automatically on their phone, and uh-huh. they think the record label is just straight up like gaming it. Let's really? do that too. I was thinking, like, come on, because <laughs> wow. you know what happened too. It coincided. He went viral on TikTok with uh, with one of his songs, and so they did that in conjunction with it. So they're like, no, 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 it just popped on TikTok. That's why. Like iTunes, it's bottom of the barrel. Every other streaming service, bottom of the barrel. Spotify, top five. I'm like, huh? That's what's up. You remember? So like, start just fucking buying this shit, man. Nobody <laughs> yeah, actually right? has to listen. I was talking to one comic who says when he leaves the house every morning, he puts he just puts a different track on re- on repeat. So it just plays all day, every day. So he's basically just jacking up his own numbers. Uh, I'm sure it's a drop in the bucket. Yeah, yeah. But like, still, it may, it's a placebo effect. You yeah, know what I mean, because <laughs> you I, want you want to be like, like I used to do that shit all the time when when Barstool was starting click, out. Open, 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 click. I fucking open. refresh our site like yeah. in like 2011. I just be yeah. like hit and refresh like every day. There's a hundred more, hundred <laughs> yeah. more clicks. Tell our listeners to do that. Yeah. 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 Well, that's the the uh, you know the PMT another podcast here famously did the unsubscribe to our podcast and resubscribe and. And every time it just keeps on climbing because they have a whole new set of subscribers. There's the inches you need are everywhere around you, man. You can start. <laughs> just got to be criminals. Really is what yeah. it comes down to. Just, just be a goddamn criminal. Uh, so I'm I'm still fascinated by this car thing. So you're driving. <laughs> that's, that's, Dude, you, that, do you think that's what you're going to talk about when you came in today? Yeah, like, the car. This car. I'm always happy to talk about how much. Uh, I just park on the street. I mean, I've got, trust me, the first three months of having a car, it was really, you know, trial by fire in terms of learning, you yeah. know, what ticket costs, yeah. what, you know. I was going to say, you might be parking double for parking, free, but how much are you paying Parking in front of a hydrant. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I spent a good, you know, four or 500 bucks on parking tickets the first couple of months. Yeah. I've, I, told, I've told this story countless times, but the, when our, we, we used to live in Boston, our, where the company started, and our boss was so scary to me at that time and still to this day but to me at that time we're like I would have t- I had to take a morning off to go to the DMV to get my resident parking sticker yeah and like I knew that would have been that would have infuriated and I didn't work in the morning and like it would have been Can't a whole thing for months and months and months and like I'd probably still be getting subtle shit about it but that time I took a morning off right so for six years years I just got a, <laughs> just got a parking ticket every night yeah it's like, it was like tens of thousands of dollars. Every single night, just a parking ticket. It's just like you're parking in a resident spot. You're not a resident. Like, well, I actually live right here. I'm just too scared of my boss <laughs> to go to the DMV. You're like waving morning. at the traffic cop through your window. <laughs> yeah, I am a resident. Hey, I just have a fucking sticker. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't pay them. So then like they'd all pile up. I'd get booted. I'd get towed. I'd end up having like go get it on a Saturday. It was... But I mean, for years, Jesus and years it Christ, it was a pain in the ass. I, but I, I still regret nothing. I still think it was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, no one else is going to understand that. But if you work here, absolutely, yeah. like, well worth it. I have a, 
I just don't pay the tickets. I just yeah. I get them. And I look at them, and I'm so mad at myself and mad at the situation, and I just put them there, and I just don't pay them. Yeah. And so I am now. My vehicle is scofflawed. What does that mean? Uh, I don't know, but I tried to pay a ticket last night, finally, and it said your vehicle has been declared like scofflawed, which I googled uh, the meaning of, and it's like delinquent like payment, like you don't you don't pay your tickets. So now it says I have to go in person. So I've really fucked myself this time. So you have to go in person and potentially pay pay this thousands. ticket, and I'm sure whatever the fine, there's got to be like a scoff law fine, yeah. And I'm sure I'm going to get like chastised and a slap on the wrist. And that's smart for them though. The judge just literally scoffs at you. <laughs> <laughs> Thought he could get away with it. <laughs> this is me scoffing. <laughs> it's crazy that like, like this person never pays their ticket. Let's make it more difficult. I know. That I mean, like, I was like, I'm, I'm trying. Sure I'm finally trying, and I'll pay all the you know the back fees but now i fucking can't so now guess what's really not gonna happen now exactly. i'm really not gonna fucking pay that ticket <laughs> i'm also currently in, embroiled in a uh, parking war with my neighbor who oh, yeah. uh, thinks i can't park in front of his house we have alternate side so we move back and forth and right. if it's in front of his house he gets mad yeah but like tomorrow you're gonna be in front of my house dick you know what i mean right so we had like a screaming match in the middle of the street like two absolute assholes <laughs> i'm gonna end up with a scar too <laughs> i'm gonna get fucking razor bladed also Unreal. hey tell them to touch mine up first <laughs> <laughs> you should just go full joker man <laughs> just, just get a matching side and uh call it so yeah but you, would you really uh like if, if you could do time machine like and just not go down in the subway that night would yeah. you or would you be like no, oh no i'd do it again yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah no it's were seriously you married was, at the time uh or no i was engaged girl? i was were, engaged you're you, you engaged yeah so yeah. it was already too late to get like the chicks dig scars on the yeah i know I, I i talk about that a lot yeah. <laughs> never got to cash in on any of that sweet that that should plus. honestly be like your your hall pass you know what i mean like you get to your, your <laughs> yeah, 20th right. anniversary or something like <laughs> babe let me have like one week where i get to go on the town tell all the girls this story and yeah. take my ring off and <laughs> watch what happens because not only is it a cool scar it's like you were a fucking feminist hero you know? <laughs> you're an icon dude so uh congratulations on the album great story all time stuff. We appreciate you coming through. Thanks. Uh, Thanks for having and me. I'm, you know, album on iTunes and you know everywhere yeah. you can get it. iTunes, Spotify, Pandora. Pandora. <laughs> <laughs> Doug Smith, we appreciate it, man. Thank, Thank you. you. Look at what you see in her face. I mean-